Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Muse Podcast. Uh, this is episode five. We had Phil Kleiger on today. Uh, I've known Phil for a long time. Uh, we've played in a variety of projects together. He's a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, so Phil's an interesting guy. He's uh, He's been in a variety of projects. He plays a lot of instruments. He's kind of a off-the-cuff sort of person. He played uh, a few songs for us tonight. Phil's kind of notorious for... Uh, bucking the trend if you will so uh he kind of got duncan and myself in on a couple of jam sessions which was fun uh so you'll hear all of that i guess if you want to get in touch with us uh you can hit us on twitter instagram or facebook it's the muse podcast or www.themusepodcast.com hit the contact us button and uh you can give us a love hate whatever you feel like and uh so uh here's phil Kleiger rocking it Putting these words into documents to make sense in the present tense is meant to express meaning, tightly leaning towards the left Overthinking under thoughts The cellar process products owned and bound Will never kill the emptiness of absence Musical happiness Kills all duress Guess I'm singing a song About writing another song I'm just writing this song So you all sing along Passion for the fashion, singing passionately, and furthermore, to further the plot, farther along than any of us got on our own. All alone, we got pwned as our musicality has grown, up and down and all the way through, across the groove to the truth. As the hypothesis that none can prove, we can choose to move, we can choose this groove. Musical happiness. So I guess I'm singing a song About writing another song I just wrote this song So you all sing along By now you figured out what this song Is all about my passion called the fashion Singing, shut it out Song can make you, song can shake you Break you, earthquake you, and break you Lift you up and sits you down Song is about to make you laugh ha, ha, like a clown Song can make you cry those tears you never thought you'd see Song is part of you and even all the rest of me Song is right there, song is right where Where I share the inner you Connect with another caring ear That hears the song you write They understand where you stand That we all stand because song Na 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 Ooh la la
It was Man, a musical so journey. <laughs> That's so what I do, good. brother. <laughs> wow. What was that called? Uh, right. A song. <laughs> uh, usually the title is a play on the song. Doesn't necessarily have to be the exact, you know, hook chorus. Right. Whatever happens, you know. Right. Well, that shit's so structured anyway. You know, like in pop songs, it's all calculated. The title needs to be this, but it can't be that. You yeah. Know? I, you know, I, I studied pop music as a... As a sword to my throat kind of thing to get it right yeah to always trying to figure what's the right way of writing a song what's the wrong way of not writing a song right like if you could get the well i think a lot of people went through that i mean a lot of people go in and they go into the idea of you know especially if you're younger and you're gonna try to make money you're like i think i got the formula that no one else has gotten oh man thinking that that's the problem collins has the formula phil collins has the formula you know okay he's the one who who figured it out well you know what's interesting is that i uh I, I i i looked up the word songwriter after listening to two and a half podcasts of uh, the muse you do your research I, a little bit of research but what i found was the photograph on the wikipedia page now i want either of you to t- stab at a guess as to who the picture of the the man i'll give you a clue the man who is on the songwriter page song of wikipedia writer Okay, yeah. so we're on Wikipedia. Yeah. And then you, you look, the you, if, I, if I were to Wikipedia type in song, we're has, not doing this, by the way, no, people no, 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 who's no, no, listening. No. We're just, I'm going to answer Through the Google machine, right. uh, I went songwriter. Yeah. Right. And then uh, th- it comes up to a Wikipedia page. Right. I click on that. And, and you're saying, who, who's the picture that comes up? Who's the picture that comes up? Briggs? Uh, put me on the spot here. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Not Taylor Swift. Ah. You said it was a man, though, right? It was a oh, man. Right. Oh, sorry. My bad. No, that's my okay. Bad. That means you get another one. JT. Yeah, I was going to say. JT. Gotta say J- James, oh, Taylor, right? James Taylor. James Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. J Taylor. You would, would you have thought Justin Timberlake? No. Or no. No. I was going James Taylor, too. So they may change it every oh, once in a while. Matter. The day that I changed it, Chris DeBerg. Really? That's kind of an odd choice. Yeah. That's what? Lady in Red? Lady in Red yeah. and Don't Pay the Ferryman. Same I don't dude. That wow, one. that's the same guy. Yeah, same guy. Which I love. It's not necessarily a trivia question per se, right? Because <laughs> not many people would know that he had, he was a technically a two hit wonder, right? You know, should it be two hit something else? It should be a two hit, yeah. not blunder. You know, right. you're a two Aww. hit because no, it's, it's like it's like back to back home runs, like yeah, it's exactly. sports or something. You know, three is two a hat hit trick. Thunder, two hit thunder. That's not um, bad at yeah. all, brother. We'll, we'll go with that for today. Yeah. <laughs> songwriter Christopherberg. All right, so I can't even picture that guy, but you're in my uh, well, you're, you're in my a picture album. You can go to the Wikipedia page for songwriter. <laughs> I, would, I, I I would well we we didn't want to I didn't want to open up because I didn't want to cheat. No, totally. <clears throat> but I'll look. We'll take a look at Chris, Mister Deberg. Yeah. I wonder if that's is that French or it, German. It, it might be uh, not uh, British. Maybe uh, <laughs> not really sure. I have no service in here. Oh, um, you totally can. Uh, yeah. Are Do you, you want to get on my Wi Fi? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's FMIW9. Hold on, hold on. I have to go like this and then like this. Wow. Uh, FMIW9, and th- you're going to give the people the password? Or are you going to bleep it out? I a reason why not to. Who right? cares? I mean, if someone wants to come all the way out here, <laughs> find out. <laughs> yeah, where if you want to steal my steal our Wi Fi, let right. them. That's uh, a lot of all, all lowercase. Yeah. That was the dog. Usually is. Was the Jesus. Dog. <laughs> Not that was the dog, Jesus. Just that no, was the just dog. Just that was the dog. That okay. was the dog. Right on. Speaking of the dog, I can hear the dog. We put the dog yeah. in the other room for your 
uh, for your song because He's going buck wild. Well, no, the dog he really likes me. Phil. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, he's Phil. Phil's a right. likable guy, though. I'm a likable guy. Dogs like me. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. dog was really like that's a tell. And so you would have heard that's a tell about a lot of things. Yeah, dogs like you. So during me cool. playing the song, there was a little crickle Which, crackle. Did I did I jam out too hard? Did, no, like did I didn't. rock too hard for your mics? You didn't. It'll okay. be fine. Right on. You're definitely full of rock. I am. I. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, but no, because it, of that movie, I, I I hate being compared. I don't hate it. It's not so terrible, but that School of Rock movie. Oh, oh, I see. Not bad flick. No, it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Had its moments for sure. Definitely. I, had its I, I'll go way farther than that. I really liked it. I thought yeah. it was fantastic. Plus, yeah. anything with any Cusacks in it, I'm going to be a, a total sucker. Oh, for right it. on. Yeah, I'm Same. not a big movie guy, but yeah, and she plays yeah. it very Anne Cusack. Oh, she's great. You right? know? Yeah, and, and plus, yeah, I mean, because she look, has that weird look about her body. Yep. Shelley Duvall had the same thing, yep. where she couldn't really play pretty, so she had to play weird. You yep. know, and yep. I, I kind of <laughs> dig that about some certain like William H Macy can't really play handsome, you know, but he can totally play weird. Definitely play yeah. weird. Yeah. You definitely play weird. All right, people. Wikipedia. In, back English. on this. Back on this. Well, Song we were stuck writer. on the Wi-Fi and yeah, stuck that, in, talking about true. the dogs. Songwriter. Is it Chris DeBerg still? It's songwriter and singer Chris DeBerg. Chris DeBerg, wow. man. I was shocked, you know, thinking about all the, the great songwriters and who would typify what that word meant, especially after listening to three episodes of the, the Muse Network ah. podcast. Oh, the nice. Muse. This is weird. <laughs> You're listening to The Muse. Oh, oh, <laughs> Actually, we could put that at the beginning of your episode. There you uh, go. Excellent. Shout um, out. I like yeah. it on, on Wikipedia. Explicit content contained herein. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> technology advanced. Technology has advanced to the point where songwriters can record at home with a laptop and a good quality USB microphone. Wow! When Is that did how, that? Uh, Chris DeBerg does it. When did I you? Guess, when did it. you guys make the switch from like analog tape to digital jump? What a great question. Um, for me, yes. <laughs> Not <was> yet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, right. No, I see. see <laughs> Not I, quite there. I, I, I know you've done I, your share I, I, I of like all of them. Holdbacks, I'm go get the dog. where you go back and you do your thing, sure. you know, with the tape thing. But ultimately, you have to end up putting it on the internet. Uh, yeah, you know, right, so it sure, becomes sure. digital. It, yeah, when, indeed. Was there a shift? Was there okay? I made this album and I never put it digitally, but then from this album on, it was digital. Um, I don't know. It depends on, on what I'm doing personally. But I mean, I had a four track like a lot of people had, yeah. you know. I the Tascam. Yes, Tascam yeah. 424. You have one too, yes, right? Yes, I do, sir. Uh, yours uh, my is like do- the old The older old one, one without the, the knobs. Brick, it's like, right? the, it's a brick. Yeah. But it also runs on batteries, right? It does run on D batteries, D like batteries. 1,200 so awesome. D batteries. Yeah. So you could bring it, do some field recordings or whatever too, huh? Yeah. I, I don't think I ever did uh, because I was terrible at it. Fair enough. I feel you like just uh, used it for I used it for expressing ideas yeah, and sure. songwriting. You know, it was another palette for the artiste. Yeah, gotcha. in me, and it's you know? it's, a, it's a good one, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, well, for years it was just the analog tape recorder. You yeah, know, yeah, pressing, right? pl- play, and record at the same time, and just recording myself, uh, yeah, either so at the piano people, right? or with the guitar or whatever. And yeah, I was thinking about my first original recordings were on my dad's dictaphone. Oh, uh, cool! With, with, it was one of the things that had the handheld microphone with the little microphone. With the, like it's in a Mad microphone, or whatever. but hold on, the one that he had had the the play rewind record slider was on Dude, the this microphone. Is the second time on the we've microphone, been on this. Yeah. a really long one. I think the actual company was called Dictaphone. Wow, yeah. it's an original. It's an original, like from the. F- 40s like it was his dad's maybe like when cassette was first mass produced or whatever uh-huh. you know did it record 
on those little mini cassettes? No, he had a regular size tape. He had ones that also had the mini cassettes. Yeah, those things sounded like ass. Oh man, when you played it back, it was just all high end and yeah, tinny, and you know. But also, we were listening with earbud. You know, it wasn't even <laughs> earbuds, dude. It was the plastic thing that you got that came with the the uh, the the AM radio with yeah. the dial on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. earbud. That's the what earbud. It's called, right? It is. Yeah. It had it's to be because like it's a little shaped bud. Like it's kind of like an well, old I school think, hearing aid. It's a little yeah, pointy. Oh, it was arc. plastic. Yeah. It wasn't even like it, it was just so gross. Yeah, and it was pretty disgusting. We also had the older ones that they you were could, usually like earwax yellow color too. Yeah, already, yeah. Well, oh yeah, that way you could use them longer without knowing. Doesn't show dirt. <laughs> I think part of that was um, the idea that at that time it was that you could listen to something privately without the other people around yeah, you. Yeah, it was for it. his secretary to do his dictation. Right. You know, so she had the little gray one that had right. a little longer piece that kind of fit in. Oh, the fancy the one. The fancy one. Yeah. The fancy earbud. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was sort of novel, the idea. Well, I mean, the headphones and all that, where, sure. where you were listening by yourself, but you're not wearing this whole headphone thing, you have this little thing in. And then remember when, I don't know, early on, that was like a, one of the cool parts about being in the Secret Service was like was getting... Was the earpiece. Well, yeah. Were you, you could, in the Secret Service? No, but you'd like... you know, you cool look, about it or... I used to love that kind of shit. Like I'm watching TV and I would be like... Oh. When they talk into their cuff, I always thought that was pretty, pretty badass. Good. The combination of those two very simple little in- instruments made a black suit like awesome all of a sudden right yeah yeah black, yeah. black suit gets yeah. you like 80 percent yeah but then but the you ear, know man the, but the if accoutrement the, the, the earpiece uh, and the motherfucking ray-bans yeah you gotta absolutely ray-bans you can't have any other glass like the the real deal aviators man absolutely the real deal like you look like you're in the secret service that's it's the true. only way you can pull off the black suit yeah i mean you know young nerdy boys will totally like get into anything that's just sort of you know super hyper masculine and cool and whatever and he-man or whatever but like these are like real people like there they are and you could see one and they probably have a badass gun and they could probably do like a karate well, kick and y- take you I- out i always found myself looking at the cut of the jacket because really, yeah? my dad was a, a criminal lawyer back in the 70s oh, wow. and 60s so like he was around criminals so he had he carried a piece in the small of his back and he was like really? you always look at the cut of the left side of the jacket because you could tell if there's an extra pleat that's when the tailor widens it just a little bit so that if they have a shoulder holster that it's put right in there that's fucking interesting. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I never would have thought of that. In a yeah. If you years. look down, like you can kind of see whether or not the jacket's cut right. Like yeah. if it's a regular cut jacket and they're not carrying, you know, it's just a regular black suit and you could tell dude's probably a wuss and doesn't have a piece. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what are the, uh, breaks? What are the young people calling when you carry a gun now? I just scraped my headphones know, on man. the microphone. Don't worry Not about right. it. Are they strapped? Strapped. I, I've, yes, that's the I'll last go that. term yeah, the that I know. The kids in the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last time. Strapped with a gat is my, yeah, it might sure. be my there reference. Strapped with a gat. You know? Is that... Is a gat a gun now, or is it literally still a Gatling gun? I think it's in <laughs> reference because some rapper mentioned Gatling guns and called it a gat. Oh, I mean, it was definitely a big thing once again in the in 90s, the 90s. Yeah, Dr. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most of my pop <laughs> references, modern. yeah, uh, sure. Most of my pop references are uh, still are from the 1900s. Still from the 1900s. Uh, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm definitely saying that. <laughs> I lost interest in music, and I lost interest in in like new music. You in, mean in or? new music or anything that was developing that wasn't derivative? Like I really wanted to hear like if I had been around when Van Halen played the Starwood in 1976. Right, like, right, right. If I was there feeling that energy on that cassette tape that I had uh, bought at a $5 uh, 
uh, flea market at a mall, you know? And, and I was like, these are bootlegs that I'm buying of shows that I never got to see, you know, epic bands that played epically. Right. And, uh, I think, uh, I think this generation doesn't really get that because it's all processed and put on a computer with too many people, too many cooks in the soup, you know? It's not <laughs> I mean, just a band playing and a dude pressing record, right. you know? And I, that's what I, I miss about the, the core of music. Gotcha. The, 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 that's what I miss about what they're presenting to the, to the youth of our um, uh, I, I think of our Yeah, youth. I think I'll, I'll totally agree with you in terms of, of the, like, the leftovers of, of that that old distribution system like MTV. Um, we could talk about the Video Music Awards if you want. Uh, I, I only, I only uh, I picked it. up bits. I didn't watch it because I was working. But Beyonce like, say was I? She's not my thing. It's not my thing. Oh man, she was so fucking creative. I, I mean, heard it was great. really creative. Medley of like six things. They were all like really straightforward. About you know, dude, uh, consummate, pro- consummate professional. Always it knocks up. it out. Yeah, you know, uh, she beat it right up, man. And, and feel free to sit back and move the mic oh, with you. Right or whatever you want to do, it's all good. Right. The uh, other ones are none of this stuff's those things are off so don't okay. worry about making noise or anything right, cool. you can even take it off if you want whatever you want all right but take the, it uh, off yeah no that was but donna's I'll, so i'll agree with you in terms of that kind of stuff but i think you can also see a a, a big undercurrent of what you we used to think of like indie bands or local bands where they really are really just bands and it's yeah like we were always uh Briggs and i were always talking about the uh Discover Weekly on Spotify, right? So yeah. Spotify yeah. has a sort of Pandora kind of thing where they'll listen to what you've been listening to and say, you'll probably like this. We'll put together a playlist for you. And then you check it out and they call it Discover Weekly, right? And so mine goes back and forth for a lot of different reasons. We talked about it on the podcast before. But a lot of times these bands will show up and you'll go, wow, that sounds like a band from the 70s or you know, that sounds like an right. early 90s grungy band or whatever. Or Which even is so like a weird soul that thing. now that that's throwback. Well, but it's not. I mean, but that's the thing is like these, they're not. These are new bands that are just, the reason they sound that way is because they're literally doing what you're saying. They're like just it, set up a bunch of mics yeah. and fucking turned it on. You know? So it's there. It's just, you gotta, it's, it's certainly not what you're gonna get, you know, behind a Subaru commercial or something sure. like that. No, yeah. And I mean, I'm so out of touch with the, the mainstream anyway. So right. I'm kind of, I kind of stay out of it anyway right and i kind of just dabble here and there and i pick up news bits yeah bits and pieces on people i'm interested in but nobody's really interesting anymore they seem yeah, to all all these like pop stars and whatnot i'm like okay you got a cool name okay you look kind of cool and okay i saw the same thing done in 1983 right. yeah. you know by haircut 100 or whatever yeah. and i was like okay done right done with you i've shut you off it's haircut is haircut 100 do they sing love yeah Plus, 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 one, 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 one. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's going pretty I deep. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. But <laughs> on the other hand, I, I could completely disagree. There's like a whole section. For example, like look at the cl- clubs, like what we call rock clubs, that are really mm-hmm. clubs anymore. But uh, sort of places that bands can play locally, right? Yes. Even just Portsmouth, Portland, you know, all the way down to Boston and stuff. There are very few of them that put commercial acts in. 
They actually are the other way around. You're going to hear all of these places. But what's your definition of a commercial act? Like an act that's on the road earning money? Is that considered a commercial no, act? Because I mean like commercially they're viable for somebody else because somebody else is making yeah, money for them? Point. No, I hear you. Like, do you know what I, I mean? You, like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I would say that I'm successful, but commercially successful? Yeah, no. Well, that's actually what I'm going after. Would be like a, what we would use, maybe call like a name act, like an act that you can but see if somebody, in more than one place. But you mentioned or, on another podcast about the, the, the team that put together the Prescott Park Arts yeah, yeah. Festival this summer yeah. and Dawes. Yeah. And you were psyched that Dawes came to Portsmouth. And that's a good example of and a commercially it, successful band. Yeah. Okay, right yeah. on. A band that you've heard of before they come to the town that right. you live near. Yeah, I think it's really okay. as simple as that. No, well, no, I, and and it, I think it's also a, a level of um a, you know, a level of consistent touring or consistent making music or what a level of consistent communication with the audience. I think it's really okay, what I'm right going on. after. So it's you know? commercially with other kind of currency yes it's it's artistic currency which doesn't necessarily factor in as a price tag yeah i think you know you're right especially now with with streaming services and people just wanting to hear other people's music like that's what i love about soundcloud which i i i've gotten tired because now it becomes sponsored and now because now it's become something that i don't want to be a part of yeah because i'm like uh, okay it was originally it was just dudes like me putting up their songs that they recorded kind of like the rpm challenge which you know has had this arc up and down kind of camel humpback you know wave signal if, if you will yeah have you been part of the rpm thing since the beginning really yeah can you oh, tell me a little about what that was like i wasn't i know about, was. i am all about rpm challenge it opened me up as a songwriter it opened me up as a producer uh it opened me up as a creative uh anchor in a in a scene that i really wanted to be a part of you know, uh, I moved to Portsmouth, or I moved to Dover first, and then I moved to Barrington, and then I finally moved in with BP in uh, Portsmouth. Oh, friend of ours. Studio 534. Uh, I know you know it well. Oh, yeah. Studio 534. Or 534. 53.4. Yeah, I haven't been there for so long. <laughs> you know, uh, I bite my tongue to even kind of talk about it. But we, you and I made a lot of music there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah we've been in a number of projects together. that have done rpm challenge actually a studio no, it was an apartment it was an apartment that the living area <laughs> was the, i think a, the, the street number was 534 so it was trying to be like it was like a pun on studio 54 oh, but I studio well, i got the pun yeah no sure oh cool <laughs> I, I always find it to be kind of funny, but I've been telling the joke so long that it's so right. old now. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a party house. It it, was, there's some weird yeah. stuff there. A weird stuff there in around it. The basement was really basement weird. Was weird. Uh, the in, history of that house was really weird of yeah. people who lived there before me. It was, it was a cool vibe. It was a fun place. Um, but yeah. How uh, did the, but that was an RPM thing? Did yes. you do RPM there? I, I, did, yeah. uh, I didn't do my first one there, but I did a whole lot more there. You've somebody, done it every year. Yeah, let, I've done it every single year. Like, yeah, what, 11, 12 years now or something. Like yes. That? Yeah, yeah, let's stay on that for a sec. So, okay. what was this? Actually, people. Okay, so people actually understand what RPM is because uh, it, it's relatively well known around the world. It seems kind of weird that it is, but right, yeah, right. it totally no, is. But that's why I, I'm interested in. So, from my vibe, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the thing they do. It's one month. It's usually February, right? Correct. And then you you basically have a month. You're you're not supposed to come up with any pre- preconceived ideas, and yeah, you just you record, write or record an, album. an album of of original material in the month of February is the thing. Thir- uh, Ten songs or 35 minutes of music. RPM Challenge music, or no, just RPMChallenge.com. Is that what it is? Yeah. And right, and then the music's up there for people to listen to. Right. Yes. Right. So how did it start? How did you get involved with it? I read about it in The Wire. Uh, local paper. Local paper, which is now defunct and no Correct. more. Unfortunate. That was a good source. That's how I found yeah. out about it, too. Um, 
And yeah, uh, I was like, okay, that seems Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine had just bought a Tascam digital A track. So digital. I was I was recording digital. with her. <laughs> we were doing recording with her, and I was like, let's make an album. And she was like, but we're going away. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Can I record at your house while you're away? And she was like, yes, you can. Cool. Awesome stand-up Stein, uh, Steinway, I'm pretty sure. Uh, piano I got to record on. Right some, on. A, a nice Gibson SG. Uh, pretty awesome, hot, huge, large Line 6 amp. So I was set. Yeah, what else do you need? Uh, yeah, and it was f- uh, Super Bowl weekend, so I didn't have to work, and oh, everybody cool. was doing their football thing, and I was like, cool, I get to record. Lock yourself in the house. Because I, I just locked in myself in that. Well, here's the thing. is that like February, it was the weekend. It was like the third and the fourth. So Wednesday night, I had a, 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 a standing uh, residency down at Pizzeria Uno's in Harvard Square. Downstairs, I'd play <laughs> music so from like damn stories. from 9 to 12. <laughs> like I'd play music, and then people would buy me shots if I wrote songs about them on the, on the point like on 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 the Square. spot and it was harvard square so yeah. it was a basement in an uno's why why else would there what, what would i be playing there I did right. that for like two years and uh that was the first time i had ever one time i ever got played paid not to play fan <laughs> fans of mine actually paid me over my normal amount because they canceled me for a sporting event and they were like if you don't play next week, we'll pay you your salary plus. And I was like, heck yeah, I'll take the money. Cool. And I didn't play and I stood up for myself and I was like, that's pretty rad. I just got paid not to play. I was thinking you know? it was a little different at first. I thought you were playing. Oh, and, and somebody like, paid me to stop money. Get out of here. Uh, uh, but your way is cooler. Oh, right on. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's not as uh, it would have been pretty awesome if I had. I've done that. I've Either done, way. Is I've played cool, music right? offensive enough to make people want their money back. Right. Uh, off their drinks. Uh, I definitely played a gig, an open mic night somewhere in Portsmouth that I I started playing, and I think it was to to promote a Mango Wrangler show. Oh yeah, and uh, somewhere else, not at this club. And uh, a woman said she had had half her drink and asked for her money back. She was she was offended by the lyrics that you the laid lyrics upon that I her. laid down in in a club, which so it was an open mic night. It's an open mic. That's you what sure you'd be able, supposed like, to be able to do. Was not a fan of the C chord on a guitar. Uh, no, it I was, was playing piano, oh, okay, and I. Cool. <laughs> and we both played in his band once. We uh, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. Truth have. be told, I, I actually played one Mango Wranglers show yeah. with you guys on yeah. the Halifax, if oh, I remember correctly. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, and so yes, I'm completely familiar with the, how. That's a keyboard you, for you geeks out yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I like um, it, I like it when you kind of break it down and explain the geekery a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I don't. I know nothing right. about yeah, your well, keyboard. What's but, the Halifax? I don't know what it is. It's kind of like a. Farfisa. Or, it's oh, like, it's a farfisa like a farfisa organ. organ. Okay, it's like gotcha. an old school, you know, it looks uh, cool 1960s as hell, that's for sure. organ yeah, from, awesome. from Italy. But yeah, but it's also. A, a oh, we all kind of looked it up afterwards. We were just like, oh, yeah, yeah that's. A oh, it's cool like, I'm not keyboard. I'm not like, yo, boys, I go to Hollywood. I'm no, not the guy. Just, no, 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 no. Cool. Uh, I mean, he's going to kill me. I forget his name. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it in the intro. Um, uh, From the from Heaven's Heaven's and Murgatroyd had the Halifax. Oh really? Oh, those are the guys that, that Halifax? Yeah. Or, oh, that's pretty that, cool. That's the, yeah. those are the cool guys. I'm like, hey, I want to buy your Halifax, and he's like, okay. So then I bought it. Like that's that's <laughs> how cool <laughs> I am, <laughs> right? Right. But it's not. Yeah, I'm not the source of the thing. There was a a Marshall JMP. It was a combo. 
and I was looking for a new guitar amp once, yep. and on the back it said Jay Giles. I almost bought it just because it had Ooh. Jay Giles on it. And I was like, do you think they put it on and weathered It'll, it just yeah. to try to sell the sell amp? Sell it to Daddy's like, Music Store, right? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but it was Boston. The it was the, it was the mid-90s, dude. It might have been somebody who was playing backline for them or like somebody no, who like maybe. was in a touring band. It could have just band. been some dude with a Sharpie, too. No, no, no. no. It was spray painted. Like oh, white yeah. spray paint with stencil. Like it oh, looked okay. like oh, you, if you were going to fake it, it was going to look exactly right. Right, like right, gotcha. you know maybe jay himself plugged his awesome microphone yeah, well, into a, that amp it was a guitar was amp dude a, yeah but it could be a well a, a harp, do they don't a, make harmonica a, amps do they? no they probably do now yeah, probably the, do, yeah. there was a harmonica player in the mango wranglers yeah. uh and he played through kind he of like a guitar amp. little like a uh, low wattage fender tube amps like that you get with uh, you just deals, and break it was right up yeah, yeah, exactly. oh it was great man yeah you just cranked it and that's what you do when you play the harp man you're playing a rhythm kind of yeah breath in and out kind of thing literally breathing he was more of like a rhythm harp player i yeah, would call yeah, him yeah. he wasn't he, necessarily he like a, a soloer and a vibe yeah and a, yeah. And, and and a voice too yeah. oh, and he yeah. sang through the the green bullet mic too to yeah. get it, that kind of honk sort of sound that was fun i can totally see where this is going and i kind of part of me wants to just let it fly but i really want to know what rpm was like so do you mind like pulling it around there and oh then right on if it so goes away again the I first time sure. the first time i did rpm challenge 2006 right that was the first one uh yeah uh i had a planned trip that i needed to take in to, i was going to florida but uh, the third week of, of february so i had to finish so uh i recorded in a weekend uh mixed I think two days after that, and then uh, the husband of the woman whose task cam it was took pictures of me so I could make a video. And we went all around Dover and all around Portsmouth because one of the songs I, you know, totally name drop, right. you know, like the, right. the, the, the Friendly Toast and uh, what's the other place? Uh, Water Monkey right. and Dover Soul. Oh, wow. And uh, what was the other? Pl- uh, I can't remember. Yeah. But uh so we did a video montage kind of thing to one of the songs, and then I turned it in uh, early, I guess, because they weren't really expecting it. <laughs> how do you how do you write that fast? Uh, you know, it, it's it, that year I sat down at the piano and I was like, okay, it needs to be ten songs. So I turned ten pages in the book and and wrote ten titles. I think I even picked ten different keys because you know sometimes you just got to play different things in different yeah, keys. Yeah, yeah. And then I just shredded some lyrics down. You know, in oh, no first night when I came home from it was a Wednesday night. Uh, I finished my residency in Harvard Square right. and sat at the piano and just was like, okay, bing, 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 at my uh, my sister's husband's mother's place right because she had a piano there and my sister and everybody slept on the third floor so a first floor piano i could jam until all hours of the night it was pretty right sweet on. didn't have to pay rent it was after my gig i could go crash locally if i wasn't going somewhere yeah, else yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> if you get my meaning uh like kittens on my way home <laughs> Because it was on the way from Harvard Square oh, to, to Portsmouth, man. And you can definitely make it on the way. And you can definitely make it on the way, and it's not a bad stop. <laughs> not a bad stop. Anyways. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finished it wicked early, and uh, it... it it was it's it's pretty easy it's become because i studied it for so long during the mid 90s and early 90s of all these acts that were doing exactly what i wanted to do pearl jam soundgarden uh alice in chains primus like all these creative acts that were doing their thing without it, it seemed without the help of corporations right you know right, right, right. just on the tail end of hair metal which became corporate at the very end of it oh, before yeah. nirvana killed them all yeah uh <laughs> and uh 
I, I I was beginning to not like it. I lived in LA during this time. Oh, you you did. Know? oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. just at the end of hair metal, but it was still happening. I roadied for a couple of bands. Yeah, you, you know, did. on the Sunset Strip. You know, it was a bass tech for a dude. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just to hang out, just to be at like the Troubadour and on a on a Thursday yeah. night and watch a band play. Right. Like that's what it was all about then. It was just hanging out and listening to music. But Even then, if it was just the Janie Lane solo project. Oh man, right. <laughs> funny story about Janie Lane. Uh, saw uh, Tough Warrant and poison on new year's eve at the forum in la tough tough stevie rochelle's band you got oh yeah. stevie rochelle but i didn't yeah. know tough. stevie rochelle right. was in a band called okay. tough okay. and tough. yeah t-u-f-f poison gotta be uh, yeah wow. t gotta be t-u-f-f wow. uh and wow. then uh warrant and then poison and then after the gig i had worked for cc deville's parents at their toy store and okay. a girl who worked there was girlfriends with cc deville cc deville's a guitar the guitar player, player for poison, poison. Uh, and I ended up at Janie Lane's apartment sitting and smoking a joint in between Janie Lane on one side and Supermodel Bobby Brown, the, oh, his really? wife, from the Cherry, from the Pie, cherry video. Pie video. Uh, and she <laughs> handed me a joint and then living most of it's a blur, dream. but I was living the L.A. hair metal rock star style, hanging out with those dudes. Yeah, I was. I lived that dream. I, was, I grew up in a small suburban town just outside of Boston, you know, uh, uh-huh. that kind of thing was, it was heaven did you go to la because <laughs> of music uh yeah. did i go to la because of music no okay, uh, a buddy cool. of mine wanted to go and sing in a band and live on the sunset strip style thing right right and he and i were like the bill and ted's of our area like nice. we shared a brain cell yep i got kicked out of my dad's house for not wanting to cut my hair so i moved in with him <laughs> and about so a month maybe and not I, the worst thing that ever oh, happened to you, man. dude not the worst thing no. but like things with my hair have just yeah. always come at through the the, the, the yeah. ages you know yeah. but at the time i was 19 i came back from college i knew out of my own voice you know i was a i was a punk ass 19 year old yep. you know who thought he knew what he was doing and uh, i wasn't gonna get a haircut and my dad said, yes, you will, or you're going to get a job and pay rent in my house. And I was like, yes, yeah, see ya. I'm going to pay rent. I'm going to not live here. I was going right. to like, really, dude? Right. You know, and like when I think back on it, I really almost probably wanted to laugh at his face. but was so terrified because I'm like, I just got to get out of here, dude. Right, right. And called my buddy and he picked me up. I live with him and his mom, his dad and his stepmom. We planned a trip. We had one of their friends scope out an apartment we sent a deposit we had a place to live when we showed up there so that was kind of the smart thing yeah everything else went downhill after that <laughs> uh choices that we made we we said we would say twenty dollars or a bag of groceries to stay the night uh oh, okay so it was a weird kind of revolving group of people yeah, yeah, who yeah. live there and uh, i actually just looked it up on the internet it's now like a dance it's called the dance fire entertainment so i think it's a uh, is it like uh, dance slash fire no <laughs> i think what they are is they're an entertainment <laughs> group fire. that like hires out dancers right because right. it's, it's hollywood it's right, right. it's uh, a block off la brea hollywood and formosa like it's right there right in there, downtown yeah. well not downtown and like off the strip but still close enough two mile walk where you could still hoof it and you know snakeskin cowboy boots right and right. make it down there and well that's what everybody had oh yeah and i had a pair that i bought 
with the birthday money that my grandfather gave me. They were too small and it sucked, but I sucked it up for fashion. Because <laughs> they were ball python snakeskin boots, dude. Pretty badass. Come on, they, they were pretty were they, badass. Were they, were they white? Oh, heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, come on. With the ripped jeans and the what hair and the, and the bangle bracelets and the shirts and the whatever, you know. Were I, you in bands at that time? I wasn't really. Uh, yes, but no. I understand I, you know, that being in a band at that time was like a massive commitment. It wasn't like, it hey, let's really, play some music. Yeah. You had and everything it, was part of it. I yeah. was trying to find my voice and trying to find what kind of song writing would i want to give to people right you know because whenever you play a gig you're giving people gifts you You know you can't help it but like share it and give it and experience it and if something touches them it touches you because you notice that connection you know and that's something that you can't really get anywhere else man and believe me i've tried all of them (laughs) you know and briggs can attest to some (laughs) is that all of them doesn't compare to that moment of when you've written a song or i mean even if you're not if you're performing somebody else's song that's okay too but like if you experience that lightning energy that goes from you playing a song to somebody else who's never heard that song before or they've heard it a thousand times before and they hear your version of it or whatever or they see you playing part of somebody else's song and they're like you're having so much fun i connect i understand that that connection is what songwriting is all about that would be amazing for somebody to be able to write in a book for somebody to actually have told me 35 years ago when I started writing, that's all you really need. You know, it's not all the other stuff that goes wrong with songwriting. Once you write a song and you share it with somebody, you can't help but get that something from somewhere, nowhere else. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to talk about and it's really hard to talk about with someone who has not experienced it. It there isn't, I don't, I don't, I've had this conversation before. I don't see a direct, um, parallel to anything else it's a little bit about it's a little like when you start to fall in love with someone or it's a little like just that that moment that i don't know you can you can experience that kind of euphoria on that perfect night when you come out in the city and you look up and you see everything i mean there's a there are little moments but there's something special about there's uh, a cr- creative connection yeah it's a create yeah that's that's not something that you could see with beauty i mean i could look at a picture right. and, and see see the picture of it see the the beauty that somebody else saw or see it right. for myself or experience love for the first time that when you meet that person yeah. you know or when there's that vibe it's yeah. close but it's, but it's not, not the there same. dude yeah, it's, it's it really isn't yeah. i've i've done a whole lot of things i've met a whole lot of people i understand energies with people for many different levels of you know djing weddings and trivia yeah. and playing music and spinning music on a radio show and doing talking about it yeah, you know and really the pe- that's the be- <laughs> yes jack jack he agrees right, with man. me he's, he's saying no, testify it's, it's, man amen yeah. testify <laughs> it's, it's tricky because because it's 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 easy to misunderstand i'll take him out in a sec it's it it's easy to to misunderstand like uh there's a billy crystal movie called mr saturday mr. night saturday night yeah. and i was well, you know so i think it's kind of I, I'm guessing it's kind of his autobiography to a certain extent. He, I'm pretty okay. sure he wrote it, but I, I'm, I could be bullshitting too. I have to look it up. But yeah, um, there's a line that in that one that just sticks with me, and it's like it's towards the end, and and it's sort of a documentary kind of thing. And the guy who's doing the documentary part goes to see his wife, and he's an older guy now, and she's older, and they got their little apartment. And the guy goes in, and he, and he 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 looks at the wife, and he goes, you know, where's you know where's in this case Billy, right? Where is he? And she's like, ah, oh, he's out, you know, doing a set somewhere, you know. And he goes, why is he doing? He's like really old. He's been doing. He doesn't need the money. Da 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 da. da. And he, she just says, she goes, she looks right at the guy, and she goes, he needs that 
little hug that only a stranger can give you. And I'm going, you know what? Hmm. I totally get that. And that's not me. But everybody yeah. knows someone. Yeah. And what you're talking right. about, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think you need a little hug that only a stranger can give you. No. It's really easy to misunderstand this conversation as that. That's oh, why yeah. I'm bringing it up. Yeah, just like that someone one listening line is makes going, sense, but oh, not I makes get sense. It. Yeah. Those guys just need extra attention. <laughs> yeah. That's not it, it man. No. no. That's it's not the it. Re- from the, a comedy point, and I'm actually trying to write a, a comedy soliloquy, which is what most stand-up is kind of sure. thing. Because uh, I've never really tackled that form. Right. That, yeah, and that you've, format. You've dabbled in a you lot know, of different formats. This is one... Uh, it's as one yet untouched I, by. I, Phil. I've never stood up on a, on a stage and been like, "I'm a comedian." Okay, there's That's no a music. Kind of thing too, right? It takes it, big balls to do. Dude, that it's well, here's a weird thing. I once did one of those uh, crowd warm up things where oh, okay. you you welcome people to the club, yeah, yeah, you yeah. give them a few rules of the comedy thing, and whatever. And a buddy of mine, I drove him to his gig, so he was a comedian, and I was right. like, "All right, you do this thing. I'll support you. I have a car. Okay, cool. Let's go." Right. Uh, and uh, he was like, "You do the thing." You know, this is what you need to say. I go up and deadpan. Like, hello and welcome to the Holiday Inn function room where you're going to enjoy some comedy. <laughs> like, totally, like, was was daunted. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, dude, what happened? I'm like, you're just standing up there all by yourself with your words and a fucking microphone right. and people are just staring at you expecting you to make them laugh. And I, and I was just... I, and they're pissed if you and don't. And they're pissed if they don't because they've paid a whole shit ton of money right. to, to, to watch comedy. Like, their lives are so sad that they need to shell out money to watch right. somebody make fun of something that's close to what it is that they want them to be made fun of, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I'm trying to tackle that. Yeah, right Like, on. what's the right approach like because every like same thing with music and same thing with songwriting everything's already been written everything's already been done it's so hard to be original right you know and even by claiming that you're not original that's not really original either sure you know because there's so many people who are doing that too you just got to figure out a way to kind of filter it through your own personal prism and and do your version of it or is that uh yeah i think so i think that's kind of it uh as with this song and as with a lot of the lyrics that i'm writing for uh the new band that i'm playing with lumberg and the tps reports lumberg and the t duncan's gonna be pissed he missed that Uh, he loves band names you gotta drop it again i I will definitely drop that again uh so i mean you've done a, a really a wide variety of projects everything from like uh just straight up pop rock whatever to to like more amb- ambitious projects like a whole concept albums yeah um, I, I i i i i don't think i've not done something right you is know that, is that why I, you're I, drawn to the stand-up comedy thing try something you you haven't done before or well it's it's or? They, they're these guys they're standing up there they're getting paid a whole ton of money <laughs> and or some of, some of them are some of them are, you know, and they're saying things that almost people are afraid to say out loud Frequently, in public, right. and they say ones. it a lot. And yeah. a lot of good comedians do exactly that. They they aim to offend, and 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 it's okay for them to do that. And uh, uh, we tried to do that musically, and it seems that it just petered out into just a nothingness. Yeah, it's hard. I think uh, you know, especially with music. I mean, people. A lot of people have expectations, you know. But do you think they take stock in what the lyrics are? on a finished product that other people thought was supposed to be a finished product. Uh, I, I call into reference the review that we got for the Mango Wranglers uh, album. Right. Uh, I don't think he got it. 
Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Because we were an improv band and then we were like, okay, let's make a record of right, what right. it is that the energy is in that room that we were talking about with Duncan earlier. Yeah. You know, that sizzle, that like sure. electricity of people not knowing what's coming and then it hitting them in the face l- like a like a triple dog double <laughs> baseball bat, you know, sure. just right to the smack face. Right, right you to know? the smack face. Um, yeah, that... Uh, it's it's a difficult thing for me to see right. that I put so much of my stock and uh, my my heart and my soul into an album where and I don't hold it on this one review I hold it on the fact that every email I sent out people were like yeah we're not going to book you right you know <laughs> your language is far too filthy and yeah. we're afraid you're going to yeah, offend if it's, if it's our clientele edgy. yeah sure you um, know and that was such a sad realization right because I was like wow people kind of want to hear the album. We were like, I, I, a few people drove a, a few miles to come see us do that CD release. Right. You know, certain people were interested. You came and played it, you know. Are you guys talking about the, I'm sorry. We're uh, talking about the Manga Wrangler CD yeah. release party. The dog just had to drop a deuce. So nice, nice, dude. Nice. Deuce <laughs> dropping. Perfect topic yeah. for the Manga Wranglers. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I, at Trivia, I dropped a deuce uh, <laughs> on, uh, on Queen Elizabeth was the answer to the question. I was like, Queen Elizabeth, the deuce. The deuce. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty Got a couple good. of that's laughs on that one. I, I, if good. I... I I came in during the conversation. You're saying that you had trouble booking the Mango Wrangler. Oh, I don't even try anymore because people are just like, it's now recorded. We don't under, we get it. It started off as a, as an improv band. There was no album or anything like that. And there was no expectation. Our thing. And and if people hadn't heard it before, they could, you know, potentially be charmed during the performance or revolted, you know? Yes. Well, it's funny you said that because I remember, well, I mean, because I knew who you were and Briggs, I think you're the one who sent me up with the gig, right? You said, Hey, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I, I was in that. I was in a little spot where I just wasn't playing with anybody, and uh, you know. So did we break your uh, cherry? Is I that what that was? I don't it think was... you did. You were, but you were second. Yeah, after that. Yeah, I had. Not I bad. had just completely stopped everything having to do with music yeah. at all, and uh, and it was cool because I remember listening to it, and of course, you know, we're musicians. We've been doing this for a long time. Listening to it, going, okay, this is going to be really cool on stage. Yes, on a stage when you see it and when you don't expect no, it. No, and then I because I could picture how that would have been. Yeah, it was great. I love listening to the record. Can can people listen to it online or is it the Mango Wranglers? Yes. Yeah, it's on, Where, it's how, on how can they? How can they listen to it? Not safe for work. NSFW warning. Well, uh, Bandcamp. How is that bad? Don't, yeah, no, <laughs> no. I think Some people we, think it's bad. We no, no, tried no, to give okay. it an NC seventeen rating. Yeah, like NC seventeen is because there are themes on it that you shouldn't really hear before you turn seventeen and have a sense of humor <laughs> about like things like that. I don't like that should word, but yes, not I got should, you. but have the under yeah. the, the capability to understand some it. You know people, what I mean? Some young people would would not understand the nature in which you are presenting this. Exactly, they especially because I'm little, I'm an literally. educator and I do yeah. things to impart music to people yeah. in in a way that's with their children, and I get that, right. you know. But also, it was a delivery system for uh, things that, like we were talking about, stand up comedy. People can say sure. things whatever they want. They record these amazing, elaborate comedy specials where there's huge audiences laughing right. at the shit that they say, yeah. and it's one person standing up on a stage. I had other people to back me up. I had my wife on the album right. to yeah. legitimize it, having a woman being part of it. No so shit. That, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. It, for everybody who's listening, if you're if you if you're interested in what we're talking about, you should stop. Right yes. now, how do you listen to it online? Uh, Bandcamp.com. Yeah. So it's the Mango Wranglers. The Mango Wranglers at or dot Bandcamp.com. Where you could look it up on Bandcamp too. So Great. But when, okay. Take and the then, 28 minutes right. that it takes to listen right. to the album and then right. come back and we'll wait okay. for 28 minutes. Just okay, so now you're back. 
the the reality of it is, yeah, so the, well, the shit's fucking funny as hell, and it's really strong, super rebellious, right on the edge of what I love. I thought it was fantastic, yeah, and it's for, exactly for you, right? And then like you, and the, then then Briggs is like, yeah, that's his wife. I'm like going, okay, now we're on like another level. That was the reason why I really wanted to do the gig more than anything else. Was that my realized, wife's pretty awesome? There's no question your wife's awesome, but I, I, but it wasn't that. It was the idea that these people are willing to do this this way. This isn't some sort of like, hey, let's do like the tubes and we'll do something that's weird. It's not at all. It, it no, didn't come off no, like no, fucking no. Primus where <laughs> I, I love Primus yeah. too, but for a different reason. That's like going to a circus or something, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like the, been the entirety of what he's you. done. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah, it's more of a show, show this, piece yeah, I, kind of thing. I honestly, I'm being completely honest, right? And And I've been, you know, I've been lucky to be involved with some pretty cool things, and I think that that album is the shit. <laughs> but I think the problem is that you hit it on the head. Like there's there isn't a, a logical delivery system for that well, because there mm, there kind of is. Okay, like ahead. let's let, let's say uh, there was a re-recording of that album, and uh, some stars or some people with notoriety were to lend their lyrics or to add that their work, piece. Yeah. You know, would it legitimize it? Or would it bring it up to their level where it just isn't because we're just a bunch of local people making our music? It's interesting you said that. So and like, it happens yeah. to be raw and raunchy yeah. and filthy yeah. lyrics. But right. if like somebody like a Sarah Silverman, you right. know, took one of the songs well, and brought it to her show, Broadway, she's yeah, right. equally as raunchy. Yeah. And she gets away with it, but we can't get a, sh- okay, a well, gig book. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, know? that's a Cirque du Soleil thing. Like, so if so, Cirque du Soleil has a, uh, has a, a relatively overtly sexual version of Cirque du Soleil. They have one of their shows in Vegas. I don't know if it's running right now. Um, Is it an all male review? Co- no, it's, but it's Cirque super erotic. So gay. And, and they do no, it's not. But <laughs> although they do cover all of the different forms of sexual low hanging fruit, there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. but but what I, what I was <laughs> really going to say low. was there's if if they had started out with that, there's no there's way. No that, way. Right. But see, that's so the that's thing. the problem. Is yeah. so the introduction to the Mango Wranglers doesn't come with this run up of all no, this other shit. But it's also, just right there. Right? But also when I when I met this new band that I'm playing with, and Briggs told me to bring it, bring it back because you love band names. Okay. We're calling ourselves Lumberg and the TPS Reports. <laughs> Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people will get the reference. That's a great name, and yes, I love band names. I don't know why I love band names. I think it's because they're awesome. No, I think well, it's because more than one yeah. person, or right. supposedly, supposedly, have chosen something right. that to represent what it is they're doing artistically. It's like which a is gang so awesome, dude. In You're your like, own, yeah, we're like, now the toughs. The nerdy, you know, gang, we're the nerdy right, guys. Yeah, right. We're the nerdy guys gang. who think we're cooler than everybody else because we're nerds and we can do this together. And there's there's a thing though. I mean, well, you you know you 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 you, you know you, you talk about you young kids who who make music or whatever, and they're always like, yeah, I got a band in high school, and you know, I'll always. I'm just a dick. I'll be like, oh, really? What's the name of your band? Like, well, we haven't got a name yet. I'm like, fuck it. No. It's not a band. You're just a bunch of dudes. Yeah. You're just a bunch of kids sitting around. And the reason and the reason why a band without a name. It's true. And the reason why is because there's somebody in the band that's like even the band was a band name. (laughs) Indeed. There's totally somebody in the band who's just gonna reject every name. Unless, they, usually, unless they're the one who came up with it. No, no, no. And right, then if right. everybody doesn't respect right. it and right. choose that one, right. then they'll never approve another one ever again. Which means that they're not really a band. Like, no. that's the thing. At some no. point, you have to get all the boats to point in the same direction, even if one is being reluctantly dragged by the shorts 
they're gonna have to go in this direction. That's yeah. why I love then being in a three piece, dude. Well, like this is easy, so easy. There's only two less other dudes, again. and there's less arguing, and yeah. it's Bing, Bing, Bing. Let's get it done. Let's do our you thing. Yeah. The vote. There's no tie. There's really no tie. <laughs> you know, although, it's although two I, against one, or it's unanimous, yeah. and that's kind of awesome. The, the three piece gets rough after a while. Traditionally, um, traditionally it does. Look what happened to Triumph. Uh, oh, good call. <laughs> But that's why Les Claypool <laughs> keeps mixing it up, though, too. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but also, I think with the three-piece, it's one of them gets on your nerves, so you get along with the other one, and that's mm-hmm. all you got. You know, right. with, with a band with multiple players, it's, it's easy to be on somebody's side, because right. then there's at least somebody else on their side, right. too, to back right. you up. No, I mean, I, I, I have no soapbox to stand on. I, don't, I cannot remember the last time I played in a legitimately sort of I don't know, com- com- communally owned band. It's always right. either I'm a sideman on your gig or you guys are sidemen on my gig <laughs> yeah. and that's it. I just, I just, maybe I don't play really well that way, but I like, are you, are you an only child? Do you have brothers and sisters? I'm not an only child. I don't think, but I can, I could definitely the give other reasons. We're the why. youngest. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> But the bottom line is that uh, it's I, I totally get what you're saying, and 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 you you see you have this I don't know I'm going to characterize you in front of you, but you move quick, right? Like yes, your brain, try your, to. Your, your brain's moving quickly, right? Well, always, awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 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 everyone's talking. Sorry, uh, it's my fault. No, that's fine. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you, I feel you're kind of known as a guy with like the gift for gab, right? Yes. Like, uh, do you ha- uh, a lot of your music is is improvisational in nature? At least at some point. At some point, it became you, it started that way. Yeah. Okay. Do you have like a uh, history of doing any sort of improv, or is this just something you've worked on for so long that you can just kind of do it? Because I've seen you just, re- I can say, Phil, write a song yes. about a, a you know a chicken taking a dump or whatever, and you would do it, and it would sound like a pretty good song. I uh, I, you know, it's been reactive for me for so long. Okay. You know that because I did all this studying when I wanted to be that you know soul searching songwriter, and I was like was trying to be deep and hanging out in the cemetery and writing songs and whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> You I don't know, think you're actually supposed to go, but go ahead. Oh, no, no. Uh, Mount Albert Cemetery in uh, Watertown, Massachusetts. Yeah. Amazing place. You're allowed to go to the top and the I, tower there, and see yeah. the 360. Like, yeah, I would sit at the bottom of the tower and yeah, watch the people go in. Oh, like, and that to me, w- and behind me was the city. Yeah, you know, I wasn't even story, looking right? at the. Yeah. Everybody has their reason yeah. for going up there, man. And, uh, you know, kind of capturing that. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm deep and I'm brooding and I can write these lyrics. I got so over with that that it really irked me. And I was like, a lot of the negativity in my life was coming from myself yeah. because of these songs, these fucking heart wrenching songs that I'm writing about myself, about trying to fall in love and trying to do the right thing and, and not doing the right thing and the choices right. and, you know, how deep brooding songwriters go, you know, and what I wanted to do in multiple bands that I played in was yeah. want to be that guy. And uh, and then I realized that it doesn't have to be like that. I re- I just <laughs> it just it, it maybe it was this trip down to Florida that I took down to Key West and visited my sister who was working at the Galleon, which is that like big huge hotel yeah. at the very yeah, okay. end of the United States, you know. And it's it was inspiring that she worked there. I was like, it's a corporation, but she's human relations. Right. So my cool is awesomeness sister, you know, brought me down there while I was in this band and I played acoustic guitar and I met a whole bunch of hippie street people and yeah. interesting, you know, creative 
creative, awesome street performers. Yeah, you don't describe Key West as lots of lots of Hemingways. You know those extra paw finger cats that are kind of creepy. Yeah, but it's not. It's not brooding. No, it's not. It's not like you're not stepping over them to go to the coffee shop. Like it's in spots that they have them. Yes, I don't want to blow up your spot. No, 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 no. That's that. That's cool. But I think when I came back, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be the metal god anymore. I just want to sit and play guitar. Right. You know, and I learned a whole bunch of acoustic-y kind of folk songs. And I, I would hate it when there would be hecklers that would look at me and say, play that folky one, right. you know, which uh, I am so nefarious for saying at acoustic gigs now yeah. when I got my brothers and my druthers and I feel all like swolled up yeah. and uh, I, I feel yeah. really good. But that's why I don't go to acoustic shows anymore. Yeah, that's well, why when you asked me, I was flattered. I was like, yeah, I'll come and do something that I really don't like only to deliver something that is something that is part of my blood i don't know you i know? feel like the, honestly because uh, i would rather yeah, sure. i would rather this yeah. be like i play yeah. you the song at the beginning and right. then briggs picks up the bass and you sit behind the drums and we yeah. wail for like an hour and a half yeah you know yeah, but i i I, 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 I didn't want to push my luck this is a podcast it's not a performance cast and i get that I but i want i want to let you know that i also have the idea because we're on mic yeah is that uh i think every certain peak and point you should have all the guests that have been before show up and learn and write a song together That's and record cool, yeah. that process of those dudes sitting in a room like right. me, Tristan, Joey and yeah, Carano. Yeah, like yeah. I would love to hear that energy. Yeah. I wish I had the time to be in the Carano band, oh, you know, yeah. the, 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 if he's pulling it, pale fighter which yeah, is pretty cool right. but i know he's it's a new project like yeah, i don't know he's going called. with the conway twitty thing like very country style well, i don't think or that's for that's him he's right. going country which yeah. isn't really country because yeah. as a sure. musician you don't really yeah. have much self-awareness just to, just to call he to just make sure to that's wear a lot just, of nice shirt yeah. nice know. you know i almost <laughs> wore my nicer shirt than <laughs> oh, this right. one but this is the civil shirt that des loves me to wear we should organize between comedy and reality yeah sorry not turning into a country singer but that's all good no 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 but that like he he said like on his on his cast he was like uh, this is what i'm trying to present but right. he, through his filter it comes across it as something comes co- off as, it, as carano like he's doing his thing which is exactly what i was going to say to you you might be looking at this like hey i'm going to play an acoustic gig to a certain extent but yeah. I, I, i'm not gonna speak for briggs i got exactly zero of that out of it I oh mean, right zero. On. I mean, oh, just because well, you're playing it on a guitar is nothing to do with what I got. I just you immediately could, but, started grooving, yes, and I'm like I immediately that, yeah. started going to where you're going. And it, you could have been playing on a toy piano, and it would have still sounded the same way. Which, I know what you're saying. An automaton. <laughs> on a to- oh, the an single automaton? play it on an automaton. automaton. Yeah. If only that thing is cool as I know. Joey has one, doesn't he? I, uh, yeah. I have one. I'll, I'll, I'll go get yeah, it for you. I don't right. think I can play that song. I also brought my accordion because I wasn't sure if you had one, but I think that somewhere in your past, and this is about you, Duncan, this is, I think that, because you kind of balked at his first gig talk on one of the casts, Ooh. and I, I, I really wonder, was your first gig playing... Uh, in a in a in a dress up seventies band suit, <laughs> like multicolored, like everybody had the same color, like ruffled thing. I don't want to bring up a bad memory, Keep but the reason, no bad memories, the reason why I brought the accordion, the reason why I brought the accordion, because I brought it up for the basement after looking at something else, for, because it was another p- piece of my history that I was looking for. Yeah, you know, uh, I I have the accordion because I I feel like you were like seven years old, yeah, and like your dad who was like already a work musician was like, yeah. my kid's gonna work, and yeah. this is how I'm gonna work it, and we got him. 
the tux and he's in this band and he's going to play a, a accordion for yes. the, the polka band that tours around and then it turned into like 70s disco and you hated it but you still had to play along which is why you moved to keyboards because stylistically that's where like the history of the culture was going you believe it or not you hit like three okay. out of six on okay. that one right on hey not bad okay not bad. I'll take 50% every yeah. time dude yeah. especially no, out of yeah. some made up story that yeah. I made based on yeah. a, a feeling like no, it was 50% of the time is right. good yeah right. yeah 50% of the time well, no, you're not, right 60% of the time 50%, 50% is, is good, good. yeah, yeah. I I, won't, I don't want to make this about me, but I'll, I'll say no. I don't know how to play the accordion. I okay. did learn how to play the accordion, kind of like two year, two or three years ago. I'm pretty sure I played on a track where you play. Yeah, accordion. but but I mean, people I who play, I play the accordion, an eggplant. Yeah, people who play on on a, on a, an accordion really play both hands really well. Gotcha. I can really just play the piano side, sure, and I can play some chords on the other. But so I'm not really an accordion I, player. I know I remembered what some of the left hand does, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is a one to five. Right. Oh, okay, I, I can do this. I, yeah, so you can and feel then it out. you know, and then MZ was just yelling at me for playing it. So I, had no, to put I it away. have friends who are really great accordionists, and I can't call it. But Shradinsky, you, he's the only accordionist. Oh, that Shradinsky, guy's great. You know, I would though love I've never have... seen him on a MIDI accordion, which I saw years ago, which yeah, exists. Wow. Yeah, it's totally yeah. awesome and badass. Yeah, one of the guys. Cool. You know, yeah, one of the things we did for uh, Bioshock. Well, I'm gonna start trying. Okay, I don't. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to drop drop names. Uh, I have a friend who, a uh, sort of a friend who ended up. Uh, he's one of the greatest accordionists ever, and he ended up playing one of the video games that I worked on, and oh, he sweet. did it on. A MIDI accordion that actually has speakers inside of it yeah. that plays the sound back. Yeah. So that it can, Dude, oh, you can almost cool. have a Leslie effect. No, no, like, no, man. It, like, right? Is that- I could not believe it wasn't really an accordion. And it was right. one of the oh. best accordions ever. Was there like a mic next to the speaker that that's what sent the signal? or No, it be- was playing back samples. Oh, right on. Inside, inside of the, of the thing, it yeah. was so fucked up. Like, and then I mean, you mic'd like it like a regular accordion. You would yeah. still, yeah, but then you'd mic that. Yeah, that's it. Was saying. so meta. But yeah. on the other hand, he was just unstoppable. I mean, I wrote all this stuff out for the for the team. That was one of the things I wanted to just transcribe this whole thing, and I did it and I put it in front of him. He's like, "Yeah, why don't I do it this way?" And just fucking blew through it. Like yeah. it was fantastic. Anyway. Uh, is that but, how your but, writing process really goes? No. Is, do you just kind of score it, give it to people and say, no. here, do your thing? No, then... uh, no, no, no. This one, I was working for the team. They were asking me. I was a uh, firefighter on on that project. They, I just came in towards the end and they needed a certain number of things done. Like and Paul so McCartney's partner of the fireman? Like you're a firefighter? No, like or no. Problem solver. No, problem oh, solver. Yeah. Oh, right on. Okay, you know, sorry. You know what it was like? What's up? Do you remember Pulp Fiction? I do. You're Mr. Wolf. Yeah, yeah I can yeah, see yeah. that. What's the guy's name? Yeah. What's the guy's name? Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mr. Wolf. That's, yeah, that the character was Mr. Wolf. The Sorry, that's right. The Wolf. The cleaner, right? Yeah. That you, was the gig. That, come, that's pretty like, sweet. Someone needed yeah. somebody to come in. Like, I, I'm not the cool, but... Yeah, yeah, hey, uh, the fact that somebody called you, paid you, and accepted your opinion means you are that guy. Sorry, used, brother. They used all the music. The cleaner. And they right. used it all, right? <laughs> you know, the worst part about it, the worst part about it, and I've been cleaned. I'm not going to lie. I've I've laid down I laid down like months worth this, of stuff, dude. Yeah, and then they were like, yeah. yeah, at the thirteenth hour, some other dude came in and just yeah, diddly plink, yeah, plink, 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 and yeah. we scrapped all your stuff. Yeah, and I was like, cleaned. well, yeah, a it's cleaned. A, it's, it's a fucking You've been cold, cleaned, it's a, it's brother. A cold world, buddy. Oh, yeah, it is. it's, it's it a is. cold world. And you know, I've been what? on both sides of that. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was bittersweet. You know, because yeah. at the very end of it, I was like, okay, you chose somebody else at the very last minute and didn't give me an option. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We we've had this 
just kind of talked a little bit before in the podcast, but there are a lot of things in pop music that aren't real, man. Oh, it was movie. Yeah. It wasn't even music. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, sorry. No, it's It was okay. music for a, for a the- thematic yeah. film that had no dialogue. Right. So if you're going to go with that and then you have an artist do the whole thing, yeah. which I did for yeah. months and months yeah. and gave my blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And then, well, except for this one part. Except for this one part. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is way better so yeah, don't worry about better. it you're gonna love it yeah you're exactly. gonna love it you're gonna love what we did it's yeah. gonna be great <laughs> nice. no i mean people don't know people don't know benny yeah. and the jets yeah not actually benny not live no not live no cheap trick at budokan not really did we talk about this last time yeah but i was leading up to there are other ones how about the ramones don't play most of those instruments what what mostly the producer what Wow. Hey, man, they're Ramon songs. Yeah, you right. know, they sorry. Know. I, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. Dude. I just mean that in a... No, awesome. their, their delivery system, it could have been anybody playing. It doesn't matter. Yep. You know, and when I listened to music lo- uh, on the radio, and I was like, oh, this is another label coming up with the exact same song that they heard three months ago. Yeah. And now it's probably a session band, and they just caught a picture of some cool dudes and were like, here, yeah. this is the band. Well, it wasn't that bad yeah. for the Ramones. No, 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 no. But I also could yeah. see that like three yeah. quarters punk yep. can be played by anybody yeah. it's just how they delivered it right and if they brought it forth as the ramon singer sang on somebody's album and then the the ramones played live yeah. if you have a last name ramon you're in the band yeah you know no and i that, get it i do yeah well, the other thing, I mean, there's so and, many, so many examples could, of this well, they could totally yeah, get sure. away with pay not having right. to pay the band for an album that they didn't play on yeah well somebody's getting know? paid somebody's yes. getting paid but yeah, a whole right, lot less right. than the name itself right, right you know and right. and that's Right. mainly what despises pop music for me you know but to pull this whole thing around the one thing you were right about was the shiny ruffly shirt oh okay and was it your dad was a musician and he forced you to be in a band or my dad was a music both my parents uh, were musicians yeah. and they were both uh, they're both uh uh doctors of psychology as well is that what you are as well no no I'm still a musician though, but uh, yeah, man. And no, I never Doctor played any bands with those guys. You know, no. it's 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 funny because you know people people always use that as a side thing. Man, I'm just a musician, or I'm also a musician. You know, like it's something that you were plagued with, like you have a disease. Yeah, that is not you the know? worst description, but. <laughs> From our point of view, if you but love the it, straights, dude, the straights yes. don't get it. You know, they don't get yeah. the fact that you have to write a song or you have to play an instrument. But the okay, civi- yeah, oh, okay, right. the civilians, it's, it's, it's yeah, a little more, you know, norms, less the norms, the people who yeah, don't dabble in creativity, <laughs> you know, or they think that drinking wine on a Tuesday night at Paint and Sip, you know, is yeah. their line of creativity. But that, that, don't, <laughs> don't take that shit down, though. That is no, I'm not taking it down. I'm talking about the people that not no, dude, I'm not taking it down. I'm making fun of it to make my point okay I guess. you know is that like the people like the people like us you know in in the music <laughs> oh, you mean the cool people the, <laughs> so man i've wanted to sit at the cool table for so long and now that i am i realize that sitting at the cool table is just a bunch of nerds sitting around yeah. being nerds together How about this you know nobody knows what that cool word means no you know what the thing nobody is, is that the people who think means. they're cool aren't cool yeah. but they're the people that nobody the people knows. who aren't cool want to be like yeah. and can't it's be cool like you, that it's just what you are it's just man. what you are aren't it's always what you are you gotta give that shit up 
right away. You know, yeah. I, but but there are different cool tables. And there's you no know? question, yeah. And that's what I think this is about. The five spot is about, but that table's getting really big, um, uh, which I like about it. And, uh, you know, the, the people who are putting it together have their select group of people that they're going down a list. Well, the five sure. spots, you know, the five spots is sort of a long series of interviews that they're doing in uh, one of the local papers. What's the local paper then? Do we know which one? The Seacoast Media it's Group. Seacoast, it's Seacoast yeah. Online, I think. Seacoast Seacoast is, yeah. And that's great. I mean, they just sort of, it's, again, it's a, it's like a little tiny little uh, It's a, a quick, little blip of somebody's yeah. who hey, they there's, think, there's who at least two people here. behind the scenes thought was cool. You know, yeah, and I mean, a lot no, of them good, are, It's a good show. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of them are. It yeah, is. Really it is. Diverse, and and, and uh, for, for right local people to recognize local people that's cool. is kind of cool. Yeah, and that's nice, right? Yeah, we get it is. Nice. A lot of times yeah. I'll, see, I'll read it and I'll be like, oh, I've seen that guy here and there. You I know? found that out this week right. that the guy from Gretchen and the Pickpockets totally comes to trivia all the time. Yeah, there you go. And right? I'm like, oh, I know that, dude. And It's a community thing. It's a community thing, but like it's that unknown, you know, I want to say rock star feel, you know, where when Spencer or Albie would come down or when like yeah, Dave Gutter okay, would be sure. drunk at the brick house or whatever right, right. you know when those dudes were just hanging out uh, uh, you know you get a kind of a face you know yeah, you're like sure. oh I've seen you on stage I've rocked out right, to you right. I enjoy your tunes I've listened to you I've Spotify'd you or whatever right. you know I've, st- I've, I've stolen you off you know LimeWire or whatever uh, right. uh, LimeWire man we're getting wow. closer to the 90s yeah LimeWire was definitely me I missed the, the Napster no, thing I, no, I hated it was Napster. just closing down right like at the time yeah, it was, a real, was the jam, though. But you know, the thing with YouTube, and I think that's if they could ever Who's capitalize Trump? on that. What are you guys talking about? The YouTube? Oh, yeah. You know, it, MZ will never understand what it's like sitting and watching MTV Headbangers Ball and hoping they play the Poison video or right. hoping they play Rad or something. You or, can just see whatever you want. You, you just or see, listen to whatever. Whenever. And she just calls it any song out of her brain. I'm like, okay, beep, 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 beep. And if it doesn't happen instantly, she gets. Sure. And I'm like, I get it, but like, at least wait the eight seconds of loading nope, time. Nope. You know, it's got to be instant. I, I think this song, I, I want to hear it. I know it. Play it for me right now. Now. But like. That's a that's a new phenomenon. That's Well, that's not that new. You know, I mean, five, six, seven years, sure, sure, I guess. Sure. I mean, there was stuff that wasn't on YouTube, you know, that wasn't yet on YouTube. Right, right, But right. now, if you type in anything and then the word there. lyrics or something, somebody sure. somewhere has putting up your... That obscure band like the Verandas. I oh, sent you right, that. Right, you, right. Did you yeah, watch sure. that video? Get out uh, of my no, car. No, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Man, <laughs> they were just so outrageous. They're from Nebraska, and uh, I, I, I found them from a tape that a girl gave me, and they were okay. just awesome. And their song is "Get Out of My Car." You drive like shit. Nice. And it's about a kid who has a trust fund, and he gets a call from his lawyer, and he, uh, the lawyer asks, "Are you still out there, boy? Are you still rock and rolling?" Uh, time to rolling. face time to face the facts you're not michael jackson you're not even the knack now what i Whoa. loved about the lyrics in that song was the the imagery that they put together michael jackson and figure this is probably the late 80s early 90s right uh so they were really quantifying uh, the success of a musician by michael jackson on one end and the knack yeah. on the other end. I mean, which was na- a pretty successful band. Sure. You know, they played there a bunch of albums. To Everyone me, that's still successful. Knows the song. Everybody knows that My Sharona. Yeah, Everybody absolutely. knows it. You know? That album holds up, by the way. <laughs> do you, there was a whole do you have backlash. it on cassette? Do you have it on vinyl? I an, I, yeah, I do yeah. have it on vinyl. Um, which is a record album for those of you out there who don't also have listen. have it on 8-track, which is Oh, kind of nice. 8-track. But, uh, yeah, but no, I mean, that's a good album. Um, 
but that yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Michael, you know, Michael Jackson kind of sustained superstardom versus until he uh, turned weird, and then he tried to do all these remixes before he was done, and then just got done. Yeah, I guess so. I but mean, how who, can who you know what would have happened? I guess. But when you're uh, in that realm, how do you get out of your way, your own way? Oh, you can't. You know, right? I mean, he his way is the way, and it's in the way. Yeah, you know, and, I mean, and if you're it, it, to it's, use a Phil way of describing things, yeah, with the same word, with over the same and over word, again. Over, you gotta just drive it yeah, home, just keep man. Saying it until it means it something. sticks or something, yeah, or sure. then like something. Some years later, somebody's like, you know, dude, that song that you sang that one time that repeated that one line over and over and over again. It, I, I was singing it in my head the other day, and I had to go dig out the tape Whoa. or whatever. Yeah, that's you know? a nice feeling. Yeah, I, I can remember the first one. It was a song that I wrote called Juvenile of the Year. Juvenile of the Year. Yeah, you've been elected the Juvenile of the Year. And Wait, you get elected to this position? Yeah, I guess. It was just, uh, yeah, I was young and had just moved back from L.A. and I wanted to be in a rock band and it was kind of metal and whatever. Cool. And uh, Juvenile of the Year. So I'm at a bar. I'm with uh, the girl I was dating at the time and the drummer. And... Uh, I was going to sing something at karaoke, the probably the first and last time I've ever done karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, early 90s. Uh, I did Roxanne, which was a terrible choice because okay. it was way out of my range. And yeah, uh, 40, 48 Hours was had just come out, and I was like, okay. I'm an Eddie Murphy fan. You know, sure. he sings Roxanne on his yeah, Walkman, yeah. same Walkman <laughs> that I had at the same time. Awesome. You know, which Duncan I, on another cast was talking about the talk boy up talk there. Boy, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes uh, you just have... Not quite a Walkman. Not quite a Walkman, but it was close. I mean, I looked up if I could find one online i couldn't find it but i so the these uh the the drummer and the the girl i was dating sang to me you be elected juvenile of the year <laughs> you know it was totally cheesy but yeah sure it was my lyric back at myself right you know and that's i mean someone you know someone remembered it right someone remembered it someone heard something that i said on and a and it stuck and it stuck with man. them for whatever even if they're making fun of you right yeah so, oh they were totally yeah. making fun of me there's but whatever a, they still remembered it you know i think that's the finest form of flattery which after first banding like you don't really get sure you know when you're in a first band any word that comes out of your mouth how dare you make fun of me right you loser you're the loser i'm not the loser yeah. these are my words right i'm saying what i'm saying these don't make fun words. of me and they are my own yeah. uh you know what i found is that uh you have to make fun of yourself before somebody else does. Absolutely. You know, like uh, with the with the band Lumberg, I wrote a song called Flare because we're kind of an office space themed, not sure. themed, it's a loose generational reference, sure. I think. <laughs> um, so I put in the lyrics, uh, I don't want to talk about my flare. And I got a text <laughs> this evening from the guitar player that said uh, something because I was like, we're not going to practice on the, over the weekend because it's Labor Day. And right. I'll tell you why I'm not going to be around after I tell the story uh, he was like uh because i don't want to taco bell my flair and i was like oh yeah when you listen to the recording it does uh, kind of sound i don't want to talk about my flair no, that's like, good, though. Uh, it kind of works yeah it's a good who cares, fun right? of making but this weekend i'm if going you can't to make see fun of yourself you know what's that what's a wrapped up like a douche song right like, oh that's yeah a, what's the word for misheard lyrics there's they, they i don't know what that is but that, the douche you know was the runner excuse, in the night excuse me while Roller, i kiss oh, this guy right runner in the night it was a runner in the night Wrapped up like wrapped a up like a douche. douche. Another runner, another in, the runner night. in the night. Yeah. Douche, you fucking guys. <laughs> it was the only time I thought it was legit. Like douche. Yeah, wrapped, wrapped up, up like, like a douche. Wait, are we saying the same thing and I just can't tell the difference? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Trolled. 
trolled. <laughs> no, I, we Bill were jumping. Bill is a notorious we IRL troll, we were, and yeah, apparently we, Duncan also had yeah, this we, habit. No, we were, we were, we were, or I was. I don't want to speak for Phil. I was jumping on what you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. Excuse yeah. me while I kiss this guy. Right? That's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not well, what I, Jimi Hendrix meant. But no, that's certainly but what it like, sounds like. If what Jimi Hendrix was still alive? Do you think he would find that humorous? Of course he would. Yeah, because funny. it's funny in reference to a song that may or may not be serious. May or may not been him just getting high and writing a song. But like whatever was going on then. But like you should, if you're a songwriter and you write lyrics and you put it out there for somebody else to hear, you got to be ready for somebody else's interpretation. Absolutely. And them shooting back their own opinion and preference and jokes and perspective on what it is you're you're sure. laying down, man. I don't know. I feel like, but you, you don't really do much lyrical writing. Me? You're more. You're. you're I, I, I actually. Your soundscapes are lyrical. Yeah. Late. Yeah. You have. Yeah. I've late, never really I heard of it. Duncan does a bit of both though. It's, it's coming back. It's oh, it is. Back, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was, that's uh, the last part to come back. Right yeah. on. But. I think that when you make a song, or it doesn't matter if it's a song or a piece of music, you put it out, and it's sort of like you made this little bird, and it just goes and flies away, or a huge giant I've dragon or whatever, perspective and now. it flies away. It used and, to be and, a but, huge fucking yeah. eight-pound boulder yeah. with me that I carried around yeah. on a <laughs> fucking cassette tape that I needed to... I don't know, I mean, Here, come see my yeah. band. Here's the tape. Yeah. Four track <laughs> with the 12D <laughs> batteries in it. Um, or like we recorded <laughs> as a as a four-piece band in the bedroom of the keyboard player, yeah. and it sounded like the tape deck was getting thrown down a flight of stairs yeah. because he had a hand drummer. That's, like, at, at, at one point, it's like since that didn't fit in with all the rest of the productions, you know, whatever, 1900s, you're like, therefore, you can't listen to this, right? Because this sucks. But now... You way past all that. Like I said, I, I think yeah, there's, oh, there's something even cooler about that. Listen to what we're doing right now. I mean, we're we're having this relatively serious but relatively fun at the same time discussion. The fucking music is unbelievable. Some, you got to play another one here, but. I mean, we're, you know that we're, we're taking the dog out for a goddamn walk you know what i mean right. like there's it's okay i love this authenticity i love yeah. this moment that just says this is what's happening you're not getting the today show version no you know, you're not even no. getting like this the barbara the, walters the, version this is almost you know, like the after hour show where it's like uh, yeah, barbara walters bob 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 bo- 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 a, a dick cavett a dick, dick cavett thing. Uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dinah Shore. Who? Right. There you go. Right, How about right. that one? A Johnny Carson. Uh, uh, or, I, I would, would go Bill, uh, uh, Jack Parr. Oh, I'd really? even go pre Carson on your tuchus. As a good yeah, host, people, I will people are going I'll leave it. I'll leave it right there. Yeah, that's that's, good. that's 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 deep. Yeah, that's really deep. Because like these talk show hosts now, it's like so instantly out there, and there's so many of them now. Where back in the time, day there was yeah, three, right? Yeah, because right. there was only three channels, right? You know, so you had yeah three it, choices. It feels like now a different two thing choices because yeah. one station didn't do it for years. Yeah, it doesn't really feel as much like an interview as much. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it's it's more of like a bring this person on to co-entertain with their story kind of thing. It's not as much of like an interview. I, I'm not going to watch Jimmy Fallon because I really want to know what's going on with, you know, Don, no, you want to see, see him right. rap with Justin Timberlake. Well, no, you, well, you do. Yeah. You want to see Jimmy Fallon's riff on whatever person they put in the room with him, right. which I think is what you guys are going for. Yeah, co-entertaining. You know, it's a co-energetic co-ener- yeah. yeah. taining. Yeah. Like you're feeling the energy in the room and, and, and talking about something close to specific, yeah. but then it blossoms and it blooms and, you know, maybe someone would be like, oh, yeah, that dude on that episode four, you know, yeah. said something about music and maybe I could write a song. Well, that's and what that's my muse yeah. and that's my interest. Yeah. And wow, thanks, guys. And, yeah. you know, writes a song about their feeling about something that they heard yeah. that we were talking about. Like, there's the jam you think right that there. Dude, 
could go meta. I can go fucking meta. Yeah. I can go meta oh, yeah. on his meta. Yeah, see, right? I, I, I've I gone. Know. Phil might be the king of meta. I don't know, dude. I've gone so meta. Are you the Thomas Pynchon of don't meta. Don't you have a, a one? Uh, so, what is it? So meta, it's passing. So, it? yeah, so so uh, I, I've written songs about how the fact that the song is passe, even by writing it. Uh, yeah, but it's almost like uh, it's almost like the Danny Warhols in a way. Yeah, yeah, right. That guy yeah. was hilarious. You yeah. ever see the movie Dig? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Where it's them and the Brian Jones Tom Masker. That and, movie's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, what, really he good. says he sneezes and hits come out. Like that might be my favorite <laughs> Courtney line of that entire yeah, movie. He's great. Um, yeah, I, I I really got a big appreciation for that band after watching uh, that movie. I miss yeah. I miss the days where the band name was a word that goes with word number two and yeah. then a word that number two goes with number three yeah sure yeah. like the brian jones town mask yes. like well it's a it's yeah. a wheel of fortune thing right before and after oh, before and after it's a yeah. wheel it's was a it thing. always a wheel of fortune thing it was something before I wheel of fortune do, and then they took it on you can do but yeah. it's definitely most famously a wheel of fortune yeah. thing right well yeah i think so i think that's where i learned before it and after. yeah uh jeopardy did it for a little while as a bonus kind of it's bonus kind of like a portmanteau kind of thing, kind of thing right? yeah you put words together yeah. and they fit really well you know, are you up for singing another one? Uh, sure. Do you guys want to sing with me? Because I kind of have okay. something that, uh, well, it's a little jam, but then I also have a uh, one called Road Stories, which segues right into the Road <laughs> Stories kind of kind of thing. You, I, um, Briggs, yeah. Point taken. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we're dealing you can with go here. ahead and uh, I'll move the mics for you. Oh, right? okay, cool. Because this one, uh, yeah, uh, I. I listened to the three podcasts and I was like, you know, where's the? Uh, you might play a little automaton, perhaps. You know, what, what might be need? interesting is my capo disappeared. Interesting. That's interesting. And oh, there it is. Okay. You got it. Yeah. You're yeah. Changes in your headphones. These aren't okay. In the, uh, in the, in the Should I take them off? Are there any super pop clips about to? Come no, around? you're good. I think. Okay. Okay. Can you play in the key E with that? Is that a key oh, sensitive? Absolutely. Or? No, I can play all. All right, because Briggs and I have definitely jammed before, uh, Duncan, on many occasion uh, for. So for, uh, for jammy jams, yeah. RPM on the radio, El Topo, which we can oh, get right. into. Oh, that was fun. Uh, which I think that the Army of Broken Toys stole our idea, and they were like, we can make this cooler. And they kind of did, no doubt about they it. They do some cool they shit, They do some man. cool shit. And I, I definitely think that uh, uh, shout-outs to RPM, again, yeah, right. about bands that do things for artistic reasons in a short period of time can totally do something else yeah, with absolutely. it and then move it on. You know. So what is this? This is uh, called Road Stories. Oh, okay. Because it's a segment on your podcast. I get you. And I was like, okay, well, if I do my homework and I write something kind of cool, I don't really have to tell the story. I could just sing the story. Right. Plus, you just totally cut right through the whole, like, why did you write this song thing? Well, the other song was, you know, it was uh, I had started writing a song about not writing a song, and that's how that came out. And we didn't have to talk about it, and it's fine, which we can go back to it. But you got, yeah, yeah, you ready? The best gig I ever played as I can remember it 
It was a New York solo fill I packed up my gear and headed to the city Booked by a girl who wanted my short and curlies It was a bar in Midtown Irish themed but I can't remember the name My game I brought all the A through C And even a keyboard for single in the ivories But the best part of the whole thing Was when I started playing Nine Inch Nails And I got to the line We know we all wanna hear This group of hotties screamed at me We wanna fuck you like an animal Road stories, some good, some bad Road stories, trials and tribulations Road stories, sweet and pretty, grim and gory Road stories, stories from the road The worst gig I ever played was with a band called The New Classics It was at the Thirsty Moose when it was the Muddy River You remember that, don't you? And some New York band showed up and wanted to play first, which was cool and all But then they were done and their peeps left, which left maybe ten humans in the room So the guitarist, who we'll call Mr. Dylon Saturday Night Decided that three whiskeys would be a good idea And he got blackout drunk spitting booze on Hot Shot LaCreme's cymbals Forgetting lyrics, and we named this the Nail in the Coffin gig It was our last until we reunited and played in Aspen, Colorado Doped up on coke, sniff, sniff, silent tears, shed no more Road stories, some good, some bad Road stories, trials and tribulations Road stories, pretty grim and sometimes gory Road stories, stories from the road Automaton Solo Automaton solo. Yeah, I called it the Automaton the... in the oh, middle. Oh, I, right, I called oh, it out, okay. which is another one of my things. I love calling out the solo, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think any band, put any on the spot, man. Not to put them on the spot, but to shine that spotlight bright the fuck in their face oh, and no. be like, "This guy's gonna do a jam for you right now." Shazow! Shazai! You know, there's, there's something, yeah. you know. And it comes through. It comes through. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So I, just let's just take a moment. Okay. I, I I don't know what the right what the right word would be, but I guess well, you know, 
honored, flattered oh, right that on. you chose to write a song about road stories. Road stories. Well, it was, the well, I was writing my piece of that <laughs> yeah, segment, no, no, which I is know. easier than me trying to tell either one of those stories because it makes it funnier. You're in the moment. You're feeling it a little bit differently because I'm singing it, yeah. which is the most meta lesson I want people to learn from me about songwriting that is that any bad. moment that you can really speak, <laughs> you can put in a song if you have the balls enough to just Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. In if this you just moment. It. In this yeah. moment, which you've that, heard me do that, that song one. Yeah. Or, uh, which was uh, whatever. It was It was a different one RPM for you, challenge right? this year. Is that year. the wedding song? At this moment. No. In no. this moment. In okay. this moment. It was more of like a spoken word <laughs> It was piece, a spoken right? word, like no music. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I had written as kind of, I thought I'd write my version of right now. Yeah. Because I think Van Halen oh, did yeah. it in a cheesy way because the video. the right now video. But the right now video made it that much more meta. For yeah, because the song was pretty cool. <laughs> no, you know, you, the, it was a Van Halen keyboard song with a rock and Eddie. Wasn't it? It was Van Hagar. It no, was Van course. Hagar. That's Sammy the, Hagar. That's what I was know. going with. It's like I can't. It's like it's like it's like fucking Hawaiian pizza, man. Like it, it's like <laughs> wow. it's Hagar. Like, like really? No, you just really, really want to like it. You really yeah. want to, yeah. yeah. You know what? I like yeah. both Hawaiian pizza I do like and Hawaiian pizza the guitar. And Van Hagar. And I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. There is one Hagar. song, Black and Blue, yeah. off OU1812. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't believe I said that. But, yeah. yeah. You said it I get, out loud. No, I mean, it's, that's, it's just so Van Halen that the, the even title name, the song even name, worked. the yeah. way that they, they really Bow. presented it. Yeah, it's a good one. And it's only, oh, right. and he just plays it once, too. This like one guitar track. No, what I mean is it's not like oh, no, it's almost, it's, guitar. It's almost drop dead legs, you know, yeah. which was their other yeah. not hit, but still best song on 1984. Did I just do the riff from Dom? I think I did the riff from. I think yeah, I you did. Up. Yeah, black I and blue up is black and blue. Black. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
No. no. <laughs> how about uh, how about Jack the dog off? No. No. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Largemouth bass. No, no. that's not going to work. No. no. Okay. Talus. Yeah. Whatever you guys. I want to go home. Whatever. Put the record fine. out, dude. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. We're totally. I'm totally. Yeah. Shitting. The worst it's not part we, about when I'm I, shitting on Billy Sheehan. Well, he's super sweetie, fantastic oh, bass player. Totally shitting on him. All metal bands, you know, all metal fans love him. Only because he wasn't afraid, you know, because he also then joined Mr. Big, which Mr. is another Big. band with Paul Gilbert as the guitar player, another yeah. virtuoso. Were they the one that had that really shitty single? Yes, they did. Which and is the shitty I can single? play it for you if you want. Just it's uh, I'm the one who wants to be with you. you. Right. And it, without Mr. Big, there was no extreme. No. Well, no, there was extreme before Mr. Big. No, believe me, I know. Okay. No, yeah. I really do oh, know. Okay, sorry. But there but on was the other no hand, extreme to pornography. Yeah, no, <laughs> there wasn't. Or three sides to every story. Oh, right, right. Don't talk to me about extreme, dude. They were Boston boys when I was oh, living yeah, in LA. Yeah. Like that was the coolest thing that they could ever do. You know. Sure. Which pornography is a pretty good album. You know, overall right. production wise. The name is Chiro- funny. Oh, the, the name is awesome. Yeah. You know, but Sharon is such they a virtue. They opened for my, one of my bands once. Oh, did Mr. Big did or the no, extreme. the the extremes? Yeah, I was never big enough to have Mr. Big open no. for us. Yeah. No, but extremes. We, they were way, 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 way better than my band. No, but I mean, I think about Billy Sheehan. <laughs> they were they were way better than your band. Oh, yeah, but Jesus. they were unknown or fucking Nuno was like eleven. Oh, right on, Jesus! <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, who fucking booked this shit? <laughs> it's like going up after fucking you know. You know, some uh, whatever. Yeah, I would never Louis want to CK. follow Nuno Betancourt. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah no way. Yeah, it was that puppet show and fucking Spinal Tap is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh, they were, man. it was extreme and Spinal Tap. Didn't he write one of their big hits while taking a dump? Isn't I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, that, no that's, way. That shit's so much bullshit. Like Wholehearted or one of those he wrote while taking a shit, like jamming on oh, the guitar. Oh, I'm sure while he wrote dump. one of his That's the story I heard. You mean one with a with a pun in the name? Yeah, Wholehearted. Yeah, sure. I mean, do your fact checking or whatever, but that's the Story we I can heard. shit all day on extreme, but the reality is, fucking unbelievably good at what they did. Oh, absolutely! I'm not knocking oh, the guy for and writing the song while taking and the then dump. I think it's Sharon cool. goes and sings with Van Sharon, which you know, just didn't work, man. No, I saw that one too. They made two albums. You can't. Didn't they? You can't yeah. do a two good albums name of pun. what doesn't work. That's why it didn't yeah. work. No, yeah, yeah. Can't I mean, be it was, it was obvious Gary Halen. Like if yeah. it was Gary, if he changed his name to Gary Halen oh, for the band, that would be great. Then it would be cool. Well, there's some. There's some. I'm Gary Van Halen now. And my van's my middle name, and Halen's my last sure. name. Is Gary Halen? Yeah. Like, if he took it on as I'm the third singer in a band where there shouldn't be a singer, right? You know, I mean, they rock <laughs> so point. hard as a trio, right? Like, why? All a, you need never, is backup all vocals. All you need is like fucking Michael Anthony. And right. then let Eddie play everything else. So right. you look at Hot for Teacher. The best part of that song is the stop where David Lee Roth skip skip excuse that's good it's good and then you got Eddie Van Halen playing what David Lee Roth would normally be singing right. if he was a better singer right. and could sing for the part and then Perfect. you hear that solo which is so face melting and it's sits, melting. He, he, you could watch that for days and there's actually a guitar only track where you just yeah, sit and you listen to is. just the guitar uh, and and I was a and you can hear the hum when it's not playing and oh you can so hear right. him he's just sitting there waiting attacking yeah. you know and right, he does right, his thing right. and it's calculated he's just he's a, of another brain yeah you know when you think about small little it's okay it's not those mics aren't small uh, little bits where you have to fit in like a little <laughs> and you have to speak with your guitar yeah you know or your instrument whatever it is you know but he's not he's done it with to. his keyboard that's which is pretty also yeah. amazing for eddie van halen to be like 
Yeah. I'm going to try to play keyboards on this, and yeah. then I'm going to make it sound like I'm Eddie Van Halen playing keyboards. Right. Yeah, but, you know, but what kind of pressure is that on your fingers? Piano, you know yeah. as a piano player, yeah. even if you yeah. started out and you moved to yeah. another instrument, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but you know there's only 88 in front of you. Yeah. You can only do so much, yeah. and he's done so much with another instrument. Yeah. How the fuck do you be awesome at it and do it well and yeah. do it so that people are like, holy shit, Van Halen is a cool since yeah. solo right. but that's the thing I don't think he's trying to do it I think that's the problem with Van Halen is like everybody else who, who plays like Van Halen is like they're in like a cover band that's they're in a trying, battle of the right? bands yeah, right sure. like you're, yeah. you're never of, really you could be do that it good. perfectly but yep. you didn't come up with it in the first place no. so fuck you yeah, right exactly. <laughs> yeah and that brings it all the way back to the muse is finding yeah. what it is and it, for me Eddie Van Halen and David Lee Roth were it for a really long time fuck you know yeah. it was the virtuoso guitar player and the the the, the, the singer who couldn't necessarily sing the greatest, no, but knew how to point. put his voice in the part. I think he also, you I know, think he, he is a front. He's man. a front, He's man. front man. Yeah. yeah, and he can kick really high. And, well, but that's you know, the point, with the, with the right? backflips and the kicks that distracted from the fact that he wasn't really a great singer, right? You know, he's same a thing. Fine with, singer, though, like yeah, you know, whatever. He's but is he's he a fine good. singer. No, or is no, he a no, better he's a, showman? He's a, he's a showman. He's a showman. Sure, right? He does what he does, whatever, he and he shows done, off, right? and he gets it done for the part. But he can the do, song. He, can he do doesn't distract. He can do his woo and and his squeaky thing, and then whatever. Like listen to you were talking about isolated tracks. The funniest thing ever is the isolated vocals for was it Running with the Devil? Pretty sure it's Running with the Devil. Yeah. He's just like squealing and screaming, and yeah, it's, and it's, it's awesome. just him, and it sounds awesome. Woo! Yeah, Woo! yeah, it's, true. it's hilarious. It's true. Yeah, and but but the thing about him is that he was emoting for the part, and that's what goes with songwriting Guys, with other people. You're, everything we're everything you're saying, yeah. I'm totally behind. I, I, Are you I, cutting I was, us off? No, I was totally oh, okay. the known. Of course not. I was right totally the Van Halen. No, no, that the old dad's coming <laughs> home. You guys. <laughs> oh no, Jesus, I know. <laughs> no, but listen, listen, we're musicians. Yeah. People in the audience know what the reality is. Without David Lee Roth, only guys in the audience, no girls. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We can't yeah. get away from that reality. I think he's such it, a good showman. You, no, but it like doesn't even. Bastard, it's, it's, it's girls want to just oh, hang yeah. out and gyrate. No, the they want to look good spitting. for. I'm going to be really sexist. I don't yeah. mean that women are like this. I mean that there's a section of women that dug Van Halen because they wanted to look like someone in a Van Halen video for whatever sad reason. I mean, was I don't. Was it believe, a video or was it? Oh, they wanted to look like a girl that David Lee Roth would date. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's I think was the big hair and the let's try to be as scantily clad as possible because in that video David Lee Roth's picking out the hot chicks right I so mean, those girls yeah. want to look like that look you Absolutely. know and that's yeah. why they were at a David Lee Roth Van Halen show yeah. and that's why dudes wanted to see fucking 55 with yeah. Eddie Van Halen but I mean the, but there were you no I could drive 55 yeah. but I can drive as fast as Eddie let's see what the hell happens right. we're both about, behind Lamborghinis whatever think about metal before bands like Van Halen so uh, if you look at like Blue Oyster Cult oh right? okay that metal which is, right. isn't so, really it that was, metal, but yeah. it is that metal because it's yeah. metal before no, metal was metal. Well, exactly. But I mean, before it was really Aerosmith and Van Halen uh, kind of okay. at the same time, yeah. right? And yeah. then, but look at like Scorpions. Yep. You know what I mean? And but, still doing the same thing, but a, a product of that. But again, you're going to get ninety percent guys at a Scorpions show. Uh, yeah. I'm just being uh, I'm, Kiss though. I know had I'm being like sexist, both but, at the metal right. and the theater, so girls were attracted right. to that also. Yeah. It's but just to be and super then, clear, yeah. it's a different time at that 
time, you know, you don't have the internet. It's, it's, it's a different form of communication. And there was, there was an example of a lot of women who would band together into that sort of stereotype, right? Uh, obviously, it was fucking sad as shit if the, your goal is to be looking like maybe Van Halen will like you. But I mean, I'm <laughs> sad for you, and I want to give you a hug and go, come on, man, you got so much more in the world. But Just a hug the reality a was, that's how, exactly, yeah. but that's how it was. And that stranger is what David I'm saying Lee is, is David Lee Roth. It's more than a hug. Wait, but before that, you're yeah. like listening to Bridge of Sighs, or oh, you're going yeah. to see like a Black Sabbath show. You right. know, it's like you don't even have like at least Blue Oyster Cult had that part where they played the drum solo in Godzilla, and the guy put the put the you know the mask on. on. Yeah, that's at least know, somewhat that's... entertaining. But before that, what are you going to get together for Mahogany Rush? You know, like come on, girl, <laughs> you really want to go? And she's like, I really don't want to go to Mahogany Rush. Yeah, no, like, musicians who go see <laughs> bands aren't the dude well they're they're also not the dudes who want who are gonna get the girl i'm just saying you know? pull david lee roth out and you get like a bunch of dudes Jeff Speck, just, yeah sort of on california crack thing you know oh, california cocaine convers- kind of thing. Uh, yeah that dude yeah. i love eddie van halen to death yeah. and he i think he has one lie yeah, in he, his life he always says it's all about eric clapton it's, fuck yeah. you it's about jeff beck you just yeah. don't want to say nah. it that's pretty true. I will, I will say that out. to his Call face. I will say out. that to him right now. I love the man to death. I was yeah. in love. My my uh, my TV girlfriend when I was a uh, kid was his Valerie Burton. Yeah. yeah, was she ended one up marrying him? Oh, well, not one so life to live. What was it? One day at a time. Yeah, that's it. I always she was mess up the that fucking time. hottest. She was one the best. day at a time. Yeah. No, she was. She was. She yeah, had it going she, on. She, uh, you know, it was a tie, but uh, a three-way tie <laughs> between her, Joe from Facts of Life. Joe from Facts of Life was like the tomboy, awesome. Joe from Facts of Life and Joan Jett in Light of Day. No. Ooh, Light of Day. I, I have all to that. have and to no, evoke the, the Light of line, Day the always. There, no. Really, <laughs> you didn't have a hots for her doing a harmony to Sweet Emotion by herself on the guitar, trying out for the Huns <laughs> with two Zs. Like the Light of Day movie is like life changing oh. for me. I know because it was Michael well. J. Fox. Because it was why do you draw the line? Why is Joan Jett not hot? Because people but are different. Valerie man. Bertinelli and Joe with the motorcycle and the facts of life is hot. Well, the, Joe is fake. That was a different thing. But I was like into the actress that one. That one. Nancy McKeon. Yeah, give yeah, her a shout a out. Kind of thing. But, but she didn't do anything afterwards. She like look, did a couple. I mean, of, some people are really hot you know, for uh, after school specials, and that was it. <laughs> Everybody's Sorry. different. Some people are just totally on. Wish they had a fucking purple motorcycle and the girl from Purple Rain. Right? What's her name? Apollonia Apollonia right mm. so it's like I just that also I'll draw the line there too really I just I'm not a purple motorcycle kind of person Phil okay. but, right but and you needed a purple motorcycle what about and, Barbara Gordon for the original Batman TV series on her purple motorcycle so ah, now you're in another story. Now you, yes that goes we're back inside the, story we're back in, in the, the box TV again. sorry yeah. I mean like we're children of the box we yeah. can't help it brother you know yeah. when we were told to shut up and go watch TV yeah. that was the babysitter while our right. parents smoked yeah. cigarettes and drank their cocktails and switch themselves. Yeah, you know, right. it's like here's a key party. Mine were Our kids are watching but, the TV. Just be quiet upstairs. Way, yeah. We'll be <laughs> home in a couple party. hours. Classic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you had the same experience I did, dude. The TV was like the company. Like we had TV. The TV around. part was the same. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you didn't have the key, you didn't have the key parties and the and the, the wife swapping and the parents going out for hours and the different kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, it was late sixties. They were hippies, right? Mm. So. No. no, actually, no. You we're not that far apart. Okay, but no, no one had cars. no. But like, how about no one had cars? No, see, I, yeah. I like the whole Jeez. British thing though. Like anything that came from Britain. Would be oh, like right, like the young ones. Yeah, but oh no, yeah. but who's the uh, the woman in um, the Avengers? 
Emma Peel. Yeah. Emma Peel, the Come original on. Avengers. Don't, no, don't, you, you can't call it the Avengers now because it right, sucks. Because right, you right. have to say the original British, the, the Avengers. The Avengers has nothing you know, to do with the Marvel version. Which has nothing to do with Marvel's right. The Avengers. Right. I profiled Actually, you guys as old dudes, so yeah, I uh, figured yeah, it out. Yeah. That's all good. You figured about, it out, uh, Emma Peel? How about... Yeah. Um, Oh wait, but play, played by Uma Thurman in the film version doesn't right. work for you. It does work for you. Yeah, different kind of thing. Yeah, okay. different kind of thing. But on the other hand, look are you at into a... the revival thing? Like, there's no, so much I stuff no, from, exactly what from my no, youth that's I hate, coming through. I hate and all it's... revivals. I don't think I've ever really liked. That's probably not true. There's probably something out there which you're going to go. What about this one? I'm going, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, no doubt. Why about the, the fuck would part, you though. ever make the Fifth Element again? Oh, right on. Just. No. Let it die. It's a great film. No, sure. it's it a perfect film. <laughs> Except oh, for Bruce okay. Willis. Uh, <laughs> but oh, anyway. Whoa, no, really? No. Yeah. No, man. He's what's what makes that movie even better. <laughs> Who <laughs> else could play Corbin first of all, Dallas? That's no. the first question. No. Do you have other casting suggestions? Because you can't just taint the Young best Leo movie. Yeah, at the time, it wouldn't have worked. Uh, uh, he would have uh, been British. Uh, he had to be an American cab driver. He couldn't have been a, a, a British faking American. Uh, Richard Deckard from Blade Runner. That's tough. See, bottom line is, I couldn't. I didn't really you, pay attention to him because I was just watching Mila the entire time. So, there you oh go. man, I, I I think that's where I draw the line. See, there you How go. You, because Bruce Willis for me in that movie is that movie. Yeah, whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> no, it's all about that tank. It's all about that tank top and that blonde hairdo and like him completely looking like a fish out of water in a fish out of water movie. I have have seen this movie probably, I'm not a big movie guy, so 20 times I realize I'm insulting movie guys. I should have seen it 120 times. That's fine. No, that's good for you though. If you look at percentages, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I just ignore everything. It's not the point of the movie at all. No. Man, he is no. the linchpin that makes that movie yeah, probably. C- happen. Probably, it's you know, good. you can't have it without it's the good. fact that it's yeah. post moonlighting. Like, yeah. what is that in between uh, one and two of uh, the Live Free Die Hard kind of Die Hard series? <laughs> no, wait, 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 like, you, wait, wait, wait. When I'm did he totally make it? back. No, there is no Christmas without Die Hard. Yeah, so okay, yeah, so I can so like Bruce Willis. I, I, I'm not saying that you don't yeah. have to like Bruce Willis. I'm right. saying in the realm of his career, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess he I'm hadn't jumped the shark yet as. Bruce Willis yes. to warrant that opinion of him in that movie. You, so are I you think saying his blues band wasn't out yet? Uh, you mean the Return of Bruno the HBO special that I had on VHS and knew every song with him in the band The Radiators? Yeah, fuck you. Like, I don't know shit. Right? Come on, man. I also have that on 8-track. Of course Double you. embarrassment. Wow. Double embarrassment 8-track. Wow. But like knowing that was post-moonlighting before he became like the action star Bruce Willis. Yeah. And I think, like Hemingway said, you can never confuse the artist with the artist's I and you unfortunately have done that with that movie, which Mm. you call the perfect movie. That's the problem. It's still the perfect movie, even though he's in it. Oh man, you keep saying that. You keep saying that. I have another quote for you, my friend. It is. I have another one. Like, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Burritoing back on itself. That's a Peggy Sue got married reference. Hey, well, it's meta, right? Yeah. What wasn't it? Einstein who said that it's the mark of a genius to be able to hold two opposing opinions in your own mind. Uh, yes, I would say uh, paraphrase, but but you're saying it's genius despite no, I'm something. I am a genius. Fan. Oh yeah, well that's no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Excellent work, sir. Threadender. Bravo. That is brilliant. No, it's not. Anyway, the I I. Uh, the whole let's let me back well, let's up. Let's look for at Luke Besson's right. vision, right? It's yeah, kind of like and, a, which like, is which is iffy because they're good and they're bad and. 
I love There's that a, man. But I think for the time period, he was loving exactly what it is he was doing. He yes. wrote a part and it became something that was more than just him. And that's Absolutely. a beautiful thing to see on a film. You can hear it in a song or any like the the the, the diva Plava Laguna. Yeah. You know, the, the artist that created that it. specifically yeah. for this part that's gonna look something that's out of this world that yeah. nobody's ever seen before. Yeah. Of course it has to be opera mixed with hip hop. Right. Like what else are you gonna do? Because obviously the the hip hopera Carmen hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So they, and, it, they, and it makes they, and it makes a meta too because she's well, spoiler alert, yeah. something bad happens to her. But it's like even that is part of the opera of the opera. It's it's yeah, it's fantastic. I, I like it because now do you define opera as uh sung musical parts over orchestrated music? Like like because you, you also you drop that word in uh in describing how you work on video game music. Yeah. So I'm wondering how you use that as a definition in your mind when you use that word. Yeah. Host answer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anything that anything that, that combines uh, uh, all of those things at one time singing and music and lo- some sort of live presentation um and then uh some sort of stage play at the same time right on which right. the game itself is the stage play that you're writing yeah. the music for yeah but okay. i think you know sort of really honest answer i think uh it's when the conversation gets down to just like what's a definition of something, there's always a couple of definitions. So oh, right it kind of opens no, right out. Right. I'm just wondering how you're using yeah. it that way in yeah. reference to something that's well, very okay, operatic. Right. So, so, right. You operatic I mean? is probably a better word because okay. there's a stereotype of opera. And, and when people think of opera as sort of the cartoon version of it, they'll think of, you know, the, the European operas that, that still happen right now yeah. and that you can go to the movie theater and watch a live stream of From the Met, which I still don't really understand how it works, but I guess it's cool anyway but which is the only way that some people will see classical exactly, music as a, in the almost right. live setting well, i call that in almost a, in live a, in a because they're sitting setting, it in right, yeah. with other people yeah. so it's kind of live but there are other uh, people experiencing true, yeah. it together the yeah. grandiosity of being at an opera is i think really important to the actual opera i mean like if you go to so see a brilliant you're, you're opera, saying that being in the room you you only get that opera experience by watching opera live one time yeah i think but that's 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 equivalent my opinion is uh that's equivalent in almost all live performance yeah, even yeah, the yeah, most yeah. canned sort of you know fucking uh you know jonas brothers backing tracks kind of version you're still in the moment it's just like it's just like um here. yeah but you know i saw snoop dogg at the the casino ballroom a couple yeah. years ago and i just felt like it was a bunch of marionettes like parading right. the commercial flag that they get paid to do this and this yeah. is what they're giving us i think i can definitely get you know there. I, think, oh, that, I was at that show and you were at that time. show and we played <laughs> skee-ball and yeah, like we won great. a we won a dodo for my daughter oh, like, right, all right. of our tickets pulled together <laughs> you know it was a great experience i had a great time i'm not saying that it was bad I mean, though, but yeah. it looked like that picture on mtv that yeah. they don't show you anymore because they don't show videos right that you have to go search on you know the youtubes or well, whatever if you want to if you want to sort of meta on that it's possible that that's what the snoop dogg fan wanted to see was the mo- was the video the only thing they know about the dude was yeah i gotta tell you that the marketing ploy behind uh announcing snoop lion the oh, yeah. week before was, that gig right before that gig was basically directed at all the new hampshire hippies that hadn't bought tickets to Beauty. the show that wasn't sold out yet yeah. which uh, i was like okay if they announced that he's a reggae star now maybe the 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 one little demographic in the united states that hasn't sold out his show in a certain amount of time they were like oh 
they like reggae. Let's make them a reggae star for a week. You know, I don't and think they, they made him for a week. I think they were probably going to do it anyway, but they they're like, hey, anyway, let's do it right now. Let's, right? let's, <laughs> let's, let's boost some numbers yeah. in yeah. reggae town, but, USA. Hey, give, give the guys credit. You, they, you don't join a record label in order to make great music. You join a record no. label to make a million dollars. To make a million dollars. So if they yeah, make exactly. you a million dollars, you can't really be upset about it. And when it. they say there's a, a dog or a lion. It doesn't matter. No. No, no it doesn't. You're right. right. You know, which is kind of uh, transspecieing, which I'm not really into, but still pretty cool. Transspecieing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like P. Diddy just changed his name. He changed his moniker. P. Diddy D. Puff Daddy, you know. Yeah, yeah I see Isn't that like, like 15 years ago? Or, <laughs> or more, I, or more, I'm 20 telling years ago? you, my, rel- my relationship with the media has waned. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know. There's but, nothing wrong with that. But the point is, is that Snoop Dogg went from Snoop Dogg to Snoop Lion, and now he's back to Snoop Dogg. No, but it was fake. It was just It was like, a fake. It, yeah, it was It was like, like a, hey, let's oh, get shit, a marketing thing. Your numbers thing. are down Your numbers are down let, in the media, so some let's noise. make something that's going to happen. And it's Snoop Dogg, so who gives a shit? He's awesome. He's awesome no matter what he does, yeah. you know. Yeah, that show was good. It was really fun. It yes, was, uh, I agree. I, had an awesome I just time. unfortunately the DJ that you know was two hours before when we showed oh, up. Yeah, we were well, like, you know, that's a rap show. You it's a rap that, right? show. I didn't expect <laughs> it. I was like, okay, we're here for an hour. Where's Snoop Dogg? And well, I mean, it's your own fault for getting there on time. Well, you know, we had a the we, it was coordinated. It was you can like camp play so much ski ball. You know, you can only play so much ski ball. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time though. So, fun. so did you write a song about um, what was the first record you ever bought? Uh, no, but uh, I definitely will give a shout out to the Columbia Records and Tapes yeah, Club. Yeah, I was wondering when someone uh, was going to go there. Mail the penny in, you attached to the fuck, card. I'm going to totally you, fuck those guys by cheating them. And uh, you know, but you, you can't. They you always, can't anymore. But yeah. then it was the stickers. Yes, where you took it off. It was 1977, okay. 78. I'm going to say. You want to know the five F- spot fill, that yeah, I fill in a little bit of that uh, there? Okay, so yeah, so Columbia Tech, Record Tech Below yeah. was this is pre-internet, so oh, everything way was before everything. Internet. The only way you're getting music, obviously, you listen to radio or whatever, or the record stores is right. You, you're going to go purchase a physical item, a record album, or a cassette tape, or an eight track, right? And then you're going to bring it also home, way back, and you're going to listen back. to it. And then at some point there, you could listen to it like on your Walkman if you had like a CD Walkman, but that was a little later. I mean, a, a cassette Walkman. A CD but, Walkman was called a Discman. Okay, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, geez, sorry. Did you have a Talkboy and you don't know what's a Walkman? Well, Come on, Briggs gave it to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, when some guy came in for one of one of a actually a really sweet uh, young men came in for a uh, a podcast as one of the guests. And he goes, "Is that a talk boy?" I'm like, "Yeah, nice. cool, huh?" I got it. That at was a the Yankee voice of the kid who saw. It. That was the kid who saw that commercial and knew his parents couldn't afford to give it to him for Christmas. No, no, he was younger than that. He's like Back to the Future, not two. Is that what it is? No, uh, Home Alone two. Home, Home right? Alone two. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. In New York, yeah. lost in New York. Yeah, Ho- Home like, Alone oh, too. My dad had one of those when he was a kid. Nice. No, no, and that was the thing. He called out Home Alone, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know it was in Home Alone. <laughs> That's why it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, there's know. a bunch of reasons why the talk boy is awesome. Anyway, but, yeah. no, one. but the bottom line is... Records and tapes. So the idea was just like, well, you want to really... Every no, pun, get really every, old. No, every no, no, Ponzi scheme began pyramid style with you sending them a penny in your address. Similar to... When we used to get encyclopedias 
month monthly. by month. Yeah, we had the Encyclopedia they, Britannica. They, <laughs> Heck yeah. And then every year after you got them, after you got the whole alphabet, then they send you one every year. It's well, like an update. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you so had to have the... collection keeps growing. Yeah. Like, it, so they, the it, you keep sending the money. The yearly. Because every time you get the book, you feel guilty when you don't send them money. Yeah. So you send them a check. Right. You know, because they well, bill how you. How else are you going to get so, like, the awesome like you know space shuttle pictures? Oh, man. Those were pretty awesome. So after all this comes along the idea, hey, we own most of the record labels anyway. There were like four record, five record labels at the, at the time. time. Now yeah. there's like three, but and <laughs> one of them was uh, Columbia. And the idea you mean was it's not Apple. Yeah, no. <laughs> but they but they they distributed everybody. So they said, hey, we'll send you a list of shit that you can check your shit off on. Right. Yep. And we you send that little card back, and we will send you this shit in the mail, and it will show up at your place. So before you even pay for it. Like as a right. promotional, right? Like they they hook you in with here's yeah, you get like, this how many, for you get a penny. I did. It was a penny for five. Right? Five, okay. Right. And I remember the, my first five, and they did were record albums. LPs, yes, LPs. Okay, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty three. Back and the third in the day, <laughs> long plays, long plays that I played on my little toy record player because I didn't want to have to always go downstairs to use the one in the living room. Right. You mean a small one, one that had a speaker in it, but yeah. not because you're a hipster, but because no. you couldn't get the big one. Because I wasn't right. allowed to listen to my rock music right. on, on the, the downstairs real, stereo. On the console On the console stereo. Because right, right. right. it was the one with the big plastic cover that I, you had to take yes. off. Not the hinges, no, mind you. No, no. You had to carefully lift it up, move yeah. it out of the space so that when you put the record on, and then what was the arm that you yeah. put on top of the record uh, yeah. that stabilized it before you oh, we went... Right, and like that sound effect, the and then it would drop the record through the middle it. of the thing, and and right. then the arm would move by itself, which is where the term "drop a needle on the record" yeah, came from. Right. Is sometimes you wanted the tension to be harder because it was a yeah. rough record, yeah, so you could adjust yeah. the, uh, the 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 counterweight. The counterweight, yeah, that's yeah, you it. could, uh, yeah. Uh, so I had the small little record player because uh, this is the seventies, mind yeah, you. This I, is when they were. Affordable, I'm, I'm and, with them. yes, yeah. I, I know you are. But the <laughs> yeah. people out in oh, the good point, good the, point. The, the digitality right. that are listening to Not this just right the now, 1900s, you know, the 1970s, the 1970s. Uh, they were uh, okay. So the first five records I ever purchased, I guess, is what I didn't really purchase them, but yeah. did well for a penny. Uh, okay, right. so we start at the top. We go Village People, <laughs> the Which one album? with YMCA. Well, of course it is. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Sean Cassidy, to do run run. <gasps> no. Because at Is the same time, album? it's a whole album. <laughs> because at the time, cross promotion with the Hardy Boys TV show. Fuck Whoa. you, with John Parker Cassidy. Stevenson. Just I, gonna mix that one up right listen, there, man. My sister, because and they're Parker making Stevenson. it again. They're making it with, and I don't want to say actually, no names. Actually, Ben Parker Stiller Stevenson. and Tom Cruise, unfortunately, but it's probably gonna be wow, hilarious. Sorry, your sister and Parker Stevenson. And no, that's all I need to say. Oh, okay. The posters everywhere. Oh yeah, my Lunch sister's box. subscribed to Dynamite magazine. Oh, come on, man. And the, it had, and which was weird because my dad also had a subscription to Playboy. Both magazines had both magazines were out. dynamite. They were both great and dynamite, <laughs> but dynamite had Source also like reason. Playboy the middle uh, cutout. The like it was the centerfold that girls would cut out and put on their their and it was the just thing. Pictures of explosives, and then there was <laughs> it was not just pictures of blowing up TNT cans. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. know. No, the, Dino, the magazine no is Briggs, dynamite. Briggs, like a guy pushing the pushing no the thing down. No Briggs, Briggs. I think you're taking the word dynamite literally. <laughs> no, it was right. that those cats like Leaf Garrett were dynamite. Leif. People were blowing up. Fuck cats. you. It was Leif. Leif it was Leif. Leif. Like he. Funny if you want. If you want a, a trip. Go back, look up Leif, L-E-I-F, Leif Garrett. Leif. Every single one of his fucking posters, 
eyes bloodshot oh, as fuck so so stone, high dude but so in like high. what you in like a, a montgomery ward photo yeah. booth like with like puppies on the back behind him oh, trying man. to look cute trying to look cute but God he wasn't damn, that guy was so high yeah he was like the alternative keith partridge like he was like the bad boy david cassidy yeah i mean david cassidy i like sean, sean cassidy's older brother? older brother yes of oh, course. okay uh <laughs> So it was that was it was YMCA Village People. It was Dudu Run Run Sean Cassidy. Yeah, right. Uh, Elvis live in Hawaii. Man, you are killing it. Yes, yeah. you are live uh, in Hawaii. Live in Hawaii. Live Elvising with uh with oh Jesus. See what happens. You get a little older. The yeah. gu- fucking guitar player. Fucking Elvis's guitar player. Perkins, Scotty. Scotty, not Scott Perkins. Moore, right? No. Scotty Moore. Our oh, Scotty Moore. Someone no, no, he's is filtering in there. Me I right dropped now. the R Scotty Moore bomb. Bing. You and by the way, R Stevie Moore. R Stevie Moore. I got to get that out of. And it's the same guy, right? It's same name of a guitar player that played in the 70s or 60s. What? I don't he has know. the I'm same. R Scotty Moore, the guy who you, the tape you gave R. me. Stevie Moore. Stevie Moore. The, okay. The tape I, gave I can't. I, I, I can't put it back in the tape player. Uh, I'm not wow. lying because sometimes genius is hard it's to listen good, to. Right? Yeah, it's really good. You know, as a songwriter, okay. he's off the chart. Yeah, made amazing. me, made, there was a point where I wanted to cry yeah. because as a songwriter, it sucks to hear terrible recordings of a great, great song. song yeah. And Daniel Johnston is close to that, but a different thing. I, I would rather hear other people sing Daniel Johnston songs recorded really well rather than him in his mother's basement playing the organ doing exactly what he does over and over and over and over right, and over, right, and over right, again. Right. You know, and it's hard to listen to hard Our recordings. Stevie yeah. And our Stevie yeah. Moore is the best, man. I don't have a problem with the recording quality in the least. You don't. I love that. I but you it. also yeah. have. I, I was listening to the, the 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 stock stereo on a Volvo. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not great. I haven't been yeah. able to listen to it in a decent fidelity. So uh, honestly, for man, me, the, I have a yeah. hard time listening to hard recordings. Uh, it feels like it feels like no. It just feels like that was the moment. You know. It's a different. I'm taking it from a different. I'm He's, getting to the well, same station from a different train track. Yes, you know? and it's I mean, that guy. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, like reading someone's diary to a certain yeah. extent. Right. Yeah, which I, I heard know. that there was a podcast that did that, where it was oh, really? just a girl reading yeah, entries reading from her diary, diary. diary, which is pretty. Okay, sweet, so you know? it, it is Scotty Moore. Yeah. Scotty Elvis Moore. live and I don't know if he's on Elvis live. He might not Hawaii, be in live. I wasn't really that into sure. the the personages and the people on recordings at the time. No, I totally get it. Well, uh, I mean, you listen to the YMCA, so you know. I, yeah, exactly. I was pop music all the way. AM Gold, seventies. Yeah. Like I went to bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs, and it was live bands, and like they were playing disco hits. Was it Aloha from Hawaii? Maybe. No, that's different. Viva La Hawaii. It was him with oh. a lay on the cover. It was definitely Elvis in a lay it is on the that. cover. Yeah, no, it is. I, I let me let me show you an image. We're we're looking it up here. Am I misremembering hey, hey, the title? Hey, Briggs, set 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 a brother up, please. Yeah. Thank you. This one. Uh, Th- this one here. See, he's got a lay on. Yes, that that's the one. But yeah, not that album. Oh, I think shit. they. It was the album that they. No, it wasn't. Grab it. Yeah. In this one. No, it wasn't Aloha from Hawaii because it wasn't. That wasn't the cover. We'll dude. We're, we're we're drinking the delicious Bows Point uh, Sculpin, maybe my it, favorite. Maybe India it was Viva Las LA. Vegas, and I thought it was live in Hawaii. Was it Viva? It Las might Vegas? have been Viva Las Vegas. Uh, maybe it wasn't a live album. 
You know what? It's cool. Right on. Okay. So the other one, and I can't remember the fifth one, but the other one was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Fuck Band. you. And that was what you needed. To at the time, dude, it, it was about the clues. It was about Paul is dead. Yeah. It was about the fact that this thing folded out. It was full in color. Yeah. There was a movie that I heard about that they made, which yeah. I can talk to you for hours about that and my yeah. ideas for a remake of that, but you don't want to talk about remakes. Uh, Sgt. Pepper's <laughs> was it. Me. Like, Sgt. Pepper's opened the, the door for me to that was, all yeah. music, to everything. Yeah. And then it wasn't until years later that I learned about Monkey's Head, yeah. which was kind of parallel oh, at the time, which is amazing, but I wouldn't have had any for, appreciation for it because I was watching the Monkey's the TV show. Well, like, yeah, I was that into it together. at the time. Yeah, and you can do vibe, Beach right? Boys you know, totally at the same time vibe. and you can do all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny that you picked that because it's like before that you had like, you know, your steak, your bullshit salad, some decent vegetable, and then you needed the red wine to put it together. Like that's the shit, you know, man. The thing that about like Sergeant Pepper's though, it was know? the meal. It was the only thing yeah, you needed just, to eat I ever. That, that's what like I mean, red once wine. I yeah. listened to it, the, <laughs> you know. But it's deeper because I'm not really know, a drinker. Know, so for me, it. red wine is I'll have it once with a steak once a month. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's yeah. a pleasure, but it's not an indulging. Yeah. You know, it's it's not tiramisu with a uh, uh, with. You know, espresso and everything, but it's 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 almost it was a lifestyle. Like when you hear that, and it was that, and it was Nilsson's The Point when I first saw that on TV. I loved that. That was one of the first albums I had. Oh, right on! And that was another uh, amazing juxtaposition of storytelling with songwriting that I think spoke to me before I knew I wanted to be a songwriter. Yeah. You know, I I didn't buy that album. That was in the. I think it was in the house. I think uh, some one of our friends. I think the library was that that makes sense. I think it's coming back. The library was getting rid of a bunch of albums. Oh, right on. <laughs> and of course and they got rid of, of Nilsson's yeah, Point. Sure. Yeah, sure. Because that was some fucking hippie bullshit. Right. It wasn't even good like Pointless. hair. Right. It's, well, yeah. oh, point in no direction is the same thing as a point at all. Sinks in. Sinks in. Oh, yeah. painful. Painful. Yeah, the establishment didn't really like that because it was no. so anti-establishment. It was not. But you could be part the of the norm, or you could change the norm if all you did was walk your own path. Yeah, you know, which is a great lesson they're, for a kid to learn at that, that time. Yeah, they're saying, but that, it's so subversive. It's it's almost yeah. like communist in a way. Yeah. So even at the time, and do you remember? It was who, actually wicked loud, Sue. It wasn't. It, that, oh, but it, it came off as communist. It came. Yeah. In, it came off as, at, you at got, the time. If you want to go do your thing, you have yeah. to roll away from shore. Yeah. And you have to keep rowing until you find a place to yeah, land. Exactly. And you, there may be no place to land. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Same thing with where the wild things are. So like a great, great stuff yeah. that came out right at yeah. that time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was slipping through. I don't I don't think that shit slips through. I think that you have people in the establishment that are like, I don't want to be here. And that they that that even though they're doing it right and they're doing all the things they're supposed to do, they're like, let's green light that shit. Yeah. And they just, and they just <laughs> oh, sort of man. hope someone else is going to go. Yeah. yeah, let's green light. Thank you. Let's green light that shit. Because I don't think people get into the things they do to do bad things. I think they end up doing bad things. I think it's what learning that your artistic core is what makes you the dollar, you know? And I was so scared of that. Every single stage of music that I've ever made, I've never done it because it's going to pay my rent. I've only done it. And granted it, there's been some amount of money, you know, but it's, it, it, it it stopped becoming about the money years ago because it's about the expression, man. And it's nice to make a little bit of money doing what I love to do and what I have to do. Even if I'm not getting paid to do it, I'm still going to do it. Yeah, you are. You know, 
it's yeah, a and I, I'm sure like every songwriter a, yeah, can yeah, agree. Yeah. Every single person can agree yeah. that that's the underlying thing. That it's not about the dollar. It's about the satisfaction that you get. That you know that you can share your art with somebody, and they might connect with it just for a second. I'm going to put you back on what you said, though. You said uh, your artistic heart, your artistic core makes you the dollar like that that you are the dollar no i'm saying that that's probably what's made most of those artists that are great that go crazy right make them crazy yeah is because they realize that there's something that they have to create within themselves yeah. first you can't manufacture it you have that to you just, can't just go it. to a factory and find <laughs> yeah. somebody making it take that and then bam I mean, yeah, Lenny, yeah. Lenny Kravitz is probably the is the prime example. Enough. Lenny Kravitz is my prime example. Okay, is he? You know, he he can play every instrument. He can produce it himself. All he needs is kind of like just like a, a monkey or some kind of a big stick to press record right, right. while he's playing the drums, and then he just <laughs> you know overdubs everything else. And yeah. I've gone through that, and I understand how it's so much easier to get that point across. You know that you're yeah. able to. Yeah, you're- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you also understand the value of bringing other people in. Oh, yeah, but you know, right? But don't, don't. Let's not sugarcoat if, if, it. No, no. Even if it's a pair of ears, <laughs> if you don't you have I mean? to bring somebody you in, you're not going to bring. Somebody if you don't in. have to, you don't bring somebody yeah. in. There's no control so freak true, like dude. an artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah know, and right. I've been there, you yeah, know, and I've done that, right. and I enjoyed that to a point. Right. But there's only so much that you can get off by yourself. By yourself, I couldn't agree more. In fact, that's the thing. My vibe right now. That's where my problem is i've been writing and i'm doing that and i'm so used to doing anything by myself this shit doesn't need to be done by me it just needs to be a bunch of people get together and do it and, and you're I'm just not a- used to doing that you know oh and, and right on I'm, it's not i'm not talking about me i'm saying the 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 process is different i love playing with other people i never use i used to always like playing with other people but i always be like what are we doing let's execute this it would be like a, a football play you know right so was deep but sky pilots the flag in the sand where you were like i'm gonna stop doing this and i'm gonna start doing this no i think it probably appears that way it's probably the public Maybe. version uh, the, of it. Yeah. well that's what i'm saying okay. is that like if yeah. you look at the the d what on the on the yeah, internet right, that's right. where yeah, it's gonna be you go for shit. a point and then yeah. you change the whole, the or whole, that's where yeah. it starts kind of yeah I think the internet's are uh, the internet is a funny situation. I think for people, uh, for people who don't know, I make my money uh, making music. So my version of me on the internet is to be really cynical and blunt is designed in order to be able for people to to trust me and to hire me to work on their projects. Oh, right on. Right. So it's your perception of yourself presented in a public way to present yourself. Let's be cynical about it. It's no, I'm, whitewashed. I'm, I'm, no, it's whitewashed yeah. as hell. In other words, yeah. the, you're, the dark, you're, the, you're the giving dark the coolness. You're giving them the goods, all, all, dude. All the, yeah, all no, the cool, it. sharp edges and stuff yeah. are all... I'm doing my best to keep those out of the way um, just because those things engender mistrust. And then everything about being a commercial musician is Which about is why trusting. it's nice where right. you put it where people need to try to find it rather than on right. the fr- front splash. Right. You know, right. and that's, right. I, I think, a lot well, of the thing where right. I have been afraid to brand myself in order to put myself out there so people can hear just one vanilla-coated pancake of me. Then don't do it. So then they hire yeah. me. And then yeah. I came up with the idea for a business card that said, Phil Clagger, musician, comma, et al. Right. And I was like, okay, that's perfect. Perfect, but yeah. yet it doesn't really still encapsulate what it is I can do for you if I'm trying to get you to pay money to yeah. me for what it is. Uh, yeah, there it is. I can do. Yeah, I, there's an old thing Uncensored. where yeah, there's an old thing where it's you a Phil Clagger moment, right? where Clagger you moment where I go serious and then I go burps. <laughs> no. 
There was there was a, there's there's a concept which has been around for forever. I wish I I actually looked it up because I said it on someone else's podcast once and I can't find it. But basically, like it, it's a it's a twist on what originally you're, uh, the Bible said to do, which is not the point. Uh, you just sort of make everything you do, and you start making, and you just do it, and you keep doing it, and you do it. And you hide it under a bucket. You just put a bucket over the whole damn thing, and you just keep doing it, and you hide it under a bucket. And when someone comes along and pops open the bucket. Like all the light comes out all at one time, you know, and it's it's not a one time deal. That's how people discover your art. But are you afraid that, that that there's a piece that you left under the bucket that they didn't see that would be the lynch reason why you, you would get the job in the first place? I think that. Um, oh, why didn't word, you show me this? Yeah, I think the word the word afraid doesn't. I don't and, and I don't mean afraid. Yeah. I, I, I'm not I, talking about me. No, no, oh, I'm saying right on. artists got to get past that word. But man, you're putting a I'm not slice of yourself exist. out there, and that's yes. what the RPM challenge has yes. removed from my songwriting. Yes. Is it stops the fear? Because I know for 28 then, or 29 then we days, are, then we're agreeing at yes. medium volume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Artists have to get past. I'm not saying it's easy. They have and to I'm get past the fear. I'm not saying that I've done it or anyone else's. But you have to get past it. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean you don't accept it or fight it or rail against it or use it as fuel or whatever you want to do. But you have to get past that. That is part of the deal. And no, of being an artist. No, you can't yeah. just get a teacher to teach you how to do that. And no, there is no clear path to being past the fear. Right. And you're never. I, I think it's great because you you watch you know big giant actors and stuff will say this very openly and straightforward. I'm terrified when i go into an audition or something like that sure. and you're like oh yeah they're probably saying that or no i really believe that they're telling the truth yeah but i the difference is between you know some bullshit actor or someone who's could be fantastic but just doesn't execute and those great actors are they are terrified but they did it anyway and that doesn't mean you tough through it. Or they, some people have a, a, a help. Some people come from a great, you know, sort of background where it's 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 sort of supported. Some people do it with drugs. Some people do it by just fucking gritting down and doing it. Some people yeah. fake it. Clinch Somebody, the taint, brother. Yeah. Yeah. There's Clinch. so many ways. I'm not saying that's how to do it, but I'll tell you one thing. You okay? I'll ask you a question. Yeah. Testify. Phil always clenches. Right now, I always. Clench. Right now, tonight you come yeah. in. When you started playing the song, the first song, yeah. the, when you started playing it, was it exciting? Did it have that little bit of the, the moment? It wasn't until I noticed you were enjoying it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's why I'm and, asking, and not telling. Absolutely. Uh, I would say that sharing my creative process, that's not the scary part. Okay. It's the, the moment before... You started getting off, right? You know what I mean. Like I was playing what it is I was, and I was like, I I know Briggs likes my shit, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's not like I, I know you like what I do. Sure, sure, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. But I've never played in a room with you yeah, just we myself. Don't, right, we don't know that, right? It's you a know? relatively intimate, yeah. setting, and it's a relative right? intimate setting. Yeah. There's nobody just the here, just three dudes sitting in a room. Right. You know, so play, sharing a song with you was yeah. just something that you asked me to come over to do and then yeah. talk about. Yeah. So it wasn't. This is what I would rather do than go out to a bar right. and you know see a band but even there you but you're 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 poning up to there is yeah. some sort of not fear but there's what we're calling that moment there's that there's an excitement rush there's like a 
there's that's what I've translated it to. Anyway, I don't I don't find myself uh, scared ever playing music ever. Uh, ever. You've never had the fear. I did. Yeah. yeah. For a, a long, long. Now, time do you ago. think it's a callus? You think you just no. kind of glazed over that no. that part of your brain that says no? Okay, I'm gonna go play live. I totally and, get it. No, okay. it's not. I don't think it's just experience. I don't think it's doing another million times. Yeah. Um. No, I think that You've, I it used it used to be that I was making music for someone else. I used to make music in order to 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 sort of stand up in front of whatever my, you know, my overbearing parents or whatever. And then later on it was, you know, for this and then it was to spite you and there was all these different things, right? But after a while I just realized I really like doing this. And it didn't take the fear away, but it made me realize I don't actually here's the excuse. I don't actually fucking care if you like it or not because it's already good. Because it's music or because it's... No, because I made it and I like it. Oh, right on. Okay, so by your own definition, you have approval, so you don't need anybody else's. And that's what I think where the fear lies yeah, from, maybe? Yeah, but since we're talking about it, the need I, don't wanna, I don't want it to be misunderstood. Okay. It's not um, It's not that I don't care whether I'm a, um, it's approved or not. I would like it to be a successful communication. But I'm just really straightforward. If it doesn't communicate... There's really only a couple of reasons why that can't happen. One, shitty booking, right? Jewel at the, you know, uh, uh, motorcycle club. Uh, or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, I don't know, matter. dude. Now, that'd well, be kind of a... I'd go see yeah. Jewel at Wally's. Yeah, you know what oh, I'm Oh, absolutely. No, 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 no. Oh, unknown you too. would be there. Yeah, unknown, would be there before me. An unknown yeah. Jewel. An unknown. Okay, right on. No, there's sure, bad sure. booking, right? Or, yeah. or I failed. I just didn't do it well. And I know gotcha. I can get better at it, so just do it again. Get it better. I mean, um, you're not okay. if you're going to put up 10 songs... Then there's probably you're gonna find out that there's at least five or six of them that are good. A couple of right. them won't go over, you know. But uh, yeah, it's not that I'm not afraid, and I don't want to just speak for me. I think there's a lot of people that that. But do you know that. what I mean? Like, were you it's, you were afraid at one point? But the fear was that someone that I cared about would disapprove, and then I I just it sounds so fucking cold, but I don't really care about. You know the individual but people that getting, are listening. Well, I on. care about you, them you, having a nice time. But then again, your your position is whether or not you're. Are you talking about like in 1962 when you first played a song for your dad, <laughs> or are you weird. talking about like <laughs> I'm not now where you, now where you're presenting it to a room full <laughs> of video games? Industrial Revolution <laughs> was first a new thing. <laughs> they had just invented the clavichord. <laughs> Not the clavinet, mind you. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's it 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 it's been. But a long you know what I mean? Like, is it or is it playing to a room full of geeks who are eventually just going to write you a paycheck? It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, right on. Uh, because there are musicians out there that won't write a song because they're afraid of that fear. No, I mean, Do you know what I mean. Yeah, like, there are people who right. won't even pick up an instrument because no, they're totally afraid to it. fail. Yeah, you know. But like, as That's a musician and as a songwriter, yeah. sometimes your failures are your biggest successes. Sometimes when you write about the things that kick you in the ass <laughs> and you lose really hard. Your failures, yeah, you can learn from what you did wrong, but that's only if you define it as wrong. No, I'm saying you write a song about learn. You write a song about the shitty thing right. that you did that yeah. made you learn that lesson, totally and you're putting it out there. Yeah. You know, and I there totally are some agree. people who are afraid of saying those things out loud. No question. Which is why, again, to the comedy thing, yeah, you know, yeah. and to the music thing, yeah. it's it's really people have that fear of the fear. Do you mind if I throw one more in on it? How about <laughs> do this? it? For a long time, I was really just sort of 
I, I was afraid of other people. I, I I saw people as bad people. You know, you, you, I, you grew up in fucking New Hampshire. You know, you go. I grew up in Massachusetts, freaking, but that's okay. And I know no, wicked, awesome no, people saying, you who could go fucking to, you could totally go like, destroy you and have the reason for you to fucking hate people yeah. all the time. You could go down and fucking anywhere. dude from the review right. beat the crap out See, of me every go. fucking Thursday. Right, whatever. Go get a right. fucking roast beef. <laughs> I like right. to go to fucking Kelly's right now and have a yeah. fucking roast beef with some half and half with these onion rings and the French fries. I, I hate to say it, but. but <laughs> But fuck the, the, the half the, and half. Fucking any half and half. I want that right now. The Kelly's is really good. Oh man, <laughs> Kelly's roast beef, dude. Like I learned, I learned about and they, it. Sometimes they go mayo and barbecue sauce oh, man. and pickles. Like you just say what? what? You say you fuck go with, with your heart. You know, you don't need lettuce on a sauce no. sandwich. No, I, I think the lettuce is extraneous. It's a meat sandwich it's with cheese and sauce. It's gonna drip it. But check it out. I didn't have that love for other people, and it's I. Some, yeah. As I got a little older, I realized people. Almost every fucking person is a good person. A lot of them really don't know how to fucking put it out there. A lot of people are afraid of me, right? Me yeah. just gener- generic other person. And so they're going to put out that whatever. But I realize if you just look at someone and just say, hello, hey, what's going on? There now, are so many people in this world that will t- maybe thing, take a though, couple dude, more. You know, the, the, the <clears throat> thing is, is that moment just before they say anything, when yeah. you said yeah. hello, that's when Tough. they're a good person. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm defining the rest of themselves as a person yeah. because you can be an awesome person before you fucking say anything, but you can be an asshole once you open up your mouth. I know, but I'm Do saying, you know what I mean? No, but so, this is my metaverse. Like, okay, if well, I come into the room that way, then you're going to go out of the room that way with a bunch of people looking at me that way. Like, if I come into the room... I look it's it's fucking cheesy as hell but if i'm just i'm just laying some love out on people you know not everybody's going to receive that but enough of the people are going to do that so that is what happens with music and it doesn't have to be sweet music it can be any fucking thing but i figure like you you're making music like you said it's you're just sharing a gift with somebody you didn't make the music to fuck the audience you're like you make the music because you're like hey guys i made something do you want to hear it Right. And then if if they all say no, then just don't play it, you know, but yeah, I'm but not going to take that personally. One. I'm not going to go, fuck yeah. me, I can't fucking believe I can't write a song that these people at the Chit Chat Lounge on Tuesday night at nine o'clock really don't like. Invoking like, the holy chit chat. son. Damn, yeah, son, did I know, do this they, wrong? They, they, they Briggs, always, I'm a shitty musician. No, they, they didn't like me, don't Briggs. Like it. They didn't they, like they me. Always don't no, like I've they didn't always, like me. always don't like it. You know, after me? after watching and and living through the whole Andy Kaufman, yep. you know, phenomenon yeah, on Saturday yeah. Night Live and the whole thing, and and then seeing it, reminded of it in Man of the Moon with Jim Carrey. Yeah, right. You know, great flick. Yeah, oh, yeah. But uh, I remembered that if you give somebody a feeling, a reaction by a performance that you're doing, that there's no other greater awesomeness. Right. You know? It doesn't have to be a love reaction It either. does not have to be a great Truth. reaction. You could be pissed off at somebody because they played the wrong note, but like, that's it. Well, you know, well, that's see, the you moment. Did, you did They're it again, in the man. moment. You could definitely piss off, but, I'm close, but because they got close. the wrong note, that's a terrible reason. Fuck it that be person. The, 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 they don't, a, if I fuck up a note and you're like, oh, fuck you. I'm like, no, fuck you. I got up here. <laughs> I just played all this shit and all you can come away with is like, you made a mistake. But that's like, my point. Right, is that like, it's that, it's that one thing that, and, and you know from going to see musicians that are your friends that play yeah. on stage, I'm going to invoke the screen <sighs> because the when screen. I go and see you guys, when I, I, an when I know of perfection. an example of perfection ah, until they're quite. not. 
until they're not because you can notice when a musician on stage playing live flubs a note misses a beat fucks up a line yes. does whatever wrong yeah. there's a connection that they have with at least one other person in the band that caught their fucking nasty ass shit on the floor yeah. and was like I'll wipe that up for you don't worry right. you know <laughs> busted busted And but you know what the best part about it is being a musician in the audience is seeing that connection yeah. and that's why they're getting off yeah. and that's why you're getting off so not because of the awesomeness yeah, I get yeah, it dude yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. play every fucking note Bob Beal right. never makes a mistake know, until he makes a mistake right. but it's like the same thing with Zeminski who's a very technical player he's which awesome. I never These had that recognition the yeah. of the two of them until you were like oh no dude that's the Minsky. he's fucking nasty right. and, 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 and it's great that he also you know does other things other than just yeah, yeah. his perfection on a Les Paul plays which he really is he plays with the <laughs> demon and you know I'm, I'm I'm afraid to I've yet to listen to the, to the demon but I know people who have and I know people who have oh, told me awesome. it's awesome yeah. so I know it's great like it. and like I'm it. sure I would enjoy it but there's that list of things that you have to do before you can that, listen yep. to it yep. like which was the most brilliant thing I think I've ever heard of prescribed with an album ever was that cover letter that they put with oh, the record yeah, yeah. They, they sent out a, a like a, a if you thing. can do these things then you can listen to this album you know you can if you can do what they, I, don't, I don't i don't have it go oh yeah they 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 said with if when you got the album it came with a disclaimer thing like uh to set you up oh i love this it was great it was like uh uh this is the demon the yeah, demon yeah yes. the demon it was, it it was like you have to be in a room by yourself right, with headphones right. yeah. after like you've just but eaten a nice to, meal. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you, but the you, so, the certain setting was awesome. Guys, you right? had to tune up your ears. You had to tune you had, your you ears. You had to listen to Jimmy Smith like from a specific period. I was like, you had to listen to a specific bass player play a certain note the certain way. I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Oh my God. If you tell people what they have to listen to first, I've never done it. That's why I haven't listened to it. I followed the instructions and it was perfect it was great it was uh you know you had to sit and listen to specific songs from us and they don't period. have a website they don't promote no. it it's not like they go out and play shows yeah, they play like, like two shows right yeah yeah exactly yeah. well they play here and there okay um do but, we know what the what the name of the the album was briggs i'm just trying to get them i just thought album. it was called the remember. demon i doesn't I have a it name looks like i can't remember yeah they, they're doing yeah, a really good job staying like, off the internet here. and you know what <laughs> i'm really trying to find sense. it like they shouldn't be on the internet like you should really no, be yeah. tasting notes were perfect for the did i see them notes. once that's, that's what, what i'm calling tasting it. Tasting notes. What they called it but that's yeah, what it was that's, no, yeah. that's it was like okay get get to this headspace and listen to this stuff and then you're primed and ready and then just fucking sit back and listen to this album i love it it was perfect like that though that whole presentation was great which uh, inspired me to come up with certain uh I, I really did come up with a laundry list of things that people should do before they listen to the mango wrangler album yeah and it didn't really fly because kind of you because you and hot chocolate cream were like yeah it's already been done dude it's the demon <laughs> no nope, no nope, like, you can't nope. do it back up yeah back, back up it's not back funny up, because back it's been up, done already back up whom Huh? Hot chocolate cream. <laughs> oh, hot chocolate cream. I can't stop referring to him because he's it's funnier. Guys, he's he's a he's this like big thick drummer who plays awesome okay, and everyone him. loves his drumming because he's a badass. And you'll never find him on the internet. Like, he can build you a like boat. a ghost. Like yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> he can build your boat, play drums, and house. He can't see it's him. All, it's all he's invisible. Actually, yeah. he's yeah. invisible all the time. He's like opaque. He plays with seven sticks, which are size seven. Yeah. 
the the demon is on Reverb Nation. Oh, of course, they're on Reverb yeah, Nation. They're around, like man. they're around. They're not a not band. It's just they that would, it took forever to figure out how to find them on the internet. I mean, because there's another well, band. Well, that's the demon, cool thing about really like our our yeah. little scope of awesome New Hampshire bands is yeah. that like there's each person's connected to it in a certain way, and it doesn't have to be widespread on the internet for us to enjoy it. Also. Bullshit! They sound like Medeski fucking Martin and Wood. No, they don't. It's just because the guy has a fucking organ. That's a horrible. Well, I mean, that's kind of a like. glib uh, anytime, comparison, right? Uh, well, yeah. also it's a, it's anytime a, it's a way uh, to kind of get people to listen to, to, nope. to your thing. No, no. Nope. Well, okay. what would have been nice is that the the Mango Wrangler like the Mango Wrangler album was reviewed by somebody who just didn't get it. You know, and it's when somebody makes a comparison like that, it's because the only other instrumental band that they know is Medeski Martin sure. and Wood. And, I mean, it's like saying they sound like before, Emerson, Lake, right? and Palmer, right? It's <laughs> but like even then, yeah, have sure. but even then dude, yeah. they wouldn't have right. said that because they've never heard no, that there's, album. Yeah, there's no you bass know? player yeah. in the demon. Ah, uh, you're right. Because there's no oh. bass player. Oh. So they would, don't forget uh, Greg Lake. So you're saying they sound like Jimmy Smith. No, you guys no, no, don't no, even know no, who Jimmy Smith is. No, 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 I don't know who he is, but, right, but it was on right, their cover letter. Right. Like it's oh, saying, he was. You, you oh, he had was. to listen yeah, to Jimmy Smith. Uh, it was like, man, t- say, man. tasting notes again. Say it. Tasting, tasting notes. Tasting notes. Anyway. All the syllables. No mistake. I'm not even just being a host. I might have to take that. Pure love for the demon. Honestly, I totally have a music like boner for the drummer. A non-sexual musical crush. I call that all the time, dude. I have that on like... SMC. You know, I have that on people all the time that I see every day because I know that they make music. But when you see them in their everyday life, they keep that part to themselves. Unless they're here. You know, unless you call them out and say, come on my podcast and talk about what inspires you and talk about the muse, you know, and try to... It, try to actually say it in words because yeah. your five spot says it great. Your first response to what is music and what it is, what, whatever the question You're was. You're talking about the five spot. That, yeah, yeah, yeah that the I one that you on. did. Okay, and yeah. I was like, I have no uh, no right answers for that, you know? Yeah. And that was your opener, which was brilliant because yeah, there is no right answer. And that's what makes this podcast awesome because it's describing each individual artist's muse and the fact that the both of you connect because you both do the same thing. Well, there's a perspective. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and that's why you call in different people from different perspectives. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. And like when you call in Blakesley or when you call in like some of the other, you know, amazing. Is that one you have on your list? I would is, love to talk. Yeah, I'm sure we'd love to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've always pu- I've always put him on a list because he's just churning it out, dude. Just a USA tour. He's yeah. he's being featured in some art thing yeah. because of his pictures from his tour. Yeah, you're talking about Dan Blakesley. Dan Blakesley, sorry, Smith, like sort of a, a but his brother's killer, in another right? band who yeah. like rocks out hard. Core yeah. and yeah. what are they Dan's called? Really they, they, it's artist, not the lashes, like, right? Yeah. Or the, what is it? What's I don't, da- uh, I don't know. Jonathan Blakesley's band? He's in a I, band. Sorry, I know I they yeah. just played. I'm sure sorry, you'll guys. find it. And I love you, Jonathan Blakesley. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, this is all straight love, man. <laughs> no, we don't call out the people that we don't. Local like. love is good love. <laughs> Remember <laughs> we, when oh, Hastings we used to? We dislike love. people. We this just don't the, talk about. This is the rock report. It was the best. It was the song from the pros. Awesome. So. Hang on. Okay, so there there are a couple of other things that I'm interested in. Okay, you seem to have I'm interested had in a lot of things. Connection. Yeah. No, I mean, I obviously yeah. there's. Uh, I think you seem to have a connection with 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 music, songs, performance, and success. Like, did you? Then you don't have to talk about this shit if you don't want. Oh to, man, it's you, all about therapy with Duncan Watt. Uh, <laughs> You know what it is, though. It's but about like, the music you, part. What is yeah? Did musical you, therapy. Did you do yeah. this? Did you really do this to? Is it about being fucking successful? Like 
is the are we you talked about it earlier, songs? dude? When you define the success, it's not about ri- the writing okay. the songs is is the success. That's what I'm asking. The connecting you though, right. with the person is the success. So, so the rock the f- star part was not really the whole thing. Uh, that's it what was a part of it yeah, for I'm a really long time, dude. Like word, making yeah. it before yeah. making it, making it. That's making the word it. I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. not success, obviously. Yeah, and right, the right. fact that I said it means I'm never gonna make it. The fact that it's recorded, I'll never make it. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I'm sorry. But you can't. Uh, I just fucked myself yeah, for right. the next 50 years of my life. I'll oh, never quote unquote it. make it because I said it's called making it. And no, we used to used joke about it. So but we okay. jo- yeah, but we joke about it. But it's like, what is making it? You know, I've written a song that somebody else thinks awesome, and now I have to play it with them, and they think it's awesome too. You kind of already just did that. Yeah, right. but that's yeah. the success. Right. You know, at any time, if there's an instrument within his arm's length, John Briggs will pick it up while I'm playing an acoustic guitar and play to what I'm playing, even if it's bad, mm. you know, or even if it's out of key, <laughs> or even if, yeah. or especially if it's bad, because <laughs> it's almost like that Andy Kaufman thing, you yeah. know? He brings out and elicits a response based on whatever it is musically he's creating for something with something. So it's self-aware. It has to be. Oh, oh man! That's like, what, that, maybe oh, that's where I was going. It has to be. Songwriting for. has to be so self-aware mm. that you can taste it. The meta, mm. the, the 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 white elephant in the room. You know, it's you got to call out what's being called out and understand that that's artistic, man. And if you could just put it under some music or put some other, even if it's, there's no music, even if you just and you're just talking to yourself, you're doing the Reggie Watts thing. Oh, who totally yeah. just rocks oh, with a awesome. microphone and a pedal board. Yeah. You know, and he totally kicks ass. And he does his thing and without the fear, you know, to bring it back again, man, you know, any artist that's considered artistic is doing it without the fear. Finally, you know, and they're not afraid to put it on wax. And I hate to say it. On wax. On wax. People don't say that anymore. (laughs) You know, it's like, don't don't be afraid to talk like a sweet, sweet, sweet musician. Well, it's like, put it it, on wax. Those people understand. And it's, it's, that's, that's how we were raised. You're literally carving your vision, your musical vision into the grooves of a piece of wax. You know, you mentioned that whole that what, acetate play, like where you yeah, get that man. the thing that you know, and it makes it even more special. You yeah. know, the fact that it happens and you're listening to something carved into something else. It's carved yeah. into it, man. The grooves so in a record primitive. are like, yeah, it's like Fred Flintstone knocking it out on the on it's, the on the, like, on the granite stone with the chisel. It's man. like a river that just cut through that fucking canyon, man. Yeah, exactly. And and and. Uh, kids of my kids like when my daughter has children of her own they will never understand the mountains that we had to climb over in order to share music with another person that we decided to create you know this podcast they'll have their own minds and their own delivery system much as we did you know we had the record albums and the eight tracks and the tapes that we i mean keep in mind there's some dead gypsy going oh fuck you I had to get a fucking wagon and convince the girl to fucking spend the next six years driving around just so I could play my goddamn song. No, yeah. I'm oh, no, dude. Like, you, the, the delivery system has changed yeah. over the years, but the message <laughs> is still the same, man. I know. That's you the know, thing. Which is so badass about writing songs that right. somebody else gets off on. You know, in, in instrumentals or, or uh, when... 
I'm sure at one point somebody has said to themselves, and I know I have a friend, Drew Newman, who I did a podcast called Radical Daticals with, yeah. and he loves Final Fantasy music. So I yeah. understand, like, to a geek fo- point where on his guitar he learned how to play it. You haven't spent enough time listening to Final Fantasy music, my I friend, get it, or dude. you would go there oh, as well. Oh, man, I'm <laughs> sure, yep. and you know there's, it as well. There's only one Uematsu. All right. I, I, dude, I, I get it. I want to invoke probably the most geeky music that I know. Well done. And that would be it. Thank you very much. But the point is, <laughs> is somebody's done that for you and yeah. they don't, and you don't even, you might even not even know who that person is, right. but you've done something. You felt like you wanted to share this music with somebody else and somebody else is playing their video game, getting high and like just chilling out and being like, dude, this is the best game ever. I can't wait for you to play it. But the music, man, the music makes it that much better. You know, music, uh, the line in the song is musical happiness cures all duress. That's the song that I open with. You know, it's it's so Say true, it man. Musical happiness cures all duress. Boom. You know, and and it's you a found it. It's privilege to do what you just described. Yeah, oh, whether absolutely. or not someone yeah. ever hears something that a musician writes, whether or not someone ever grooves on it, whether or not someone ever you know, it's, hears it alongside some other multimedia and goes, oh my God, that thing. All those things you describe, I personally, this is my opinion, I consider that a privilege to be able to do that. That's why if someone doesn't like it, I don't care. I'm still privileged to put that out there. Your fucking shit that's so obscene that all the club owners are all like, fuck you, you can't come to my club and say it, is brilliant. Meaning, it's a privilege for i think it's a privilege for you to have done it i think it's a privilege for me to listen to it whether i like it or not i particularly like your shit but whether i like it or not it's side of relevant that's why i keep man it comes up over and over on this fucking podcast like someone's like you heard like you know tristan's got his his his, uh his his yamaha guitar and it's like both briggs and i are like fuck that guy that says you can't have a yamaha guitar right why where does that reaction come from man i got that once when this guitar was sitting where i play music to together and the guy picked it up i was like hey that's my guitar he's like oh well it's not so good it's just a takamini i'm like right. well you're but like do you I've, want do you have any idea how much blood and fucking sweat and my <laughs> asshole tears have fucking come <laughs> out dude i have shit so on my brain tears. so many asshole tears have come out of my guitar and, it, and people, all you can come up with is, is i don't that, like your guitar you don't like the actual technical wood that's that, like, the same it's, one it's, that hootie plays it's the same <laughs> one that hootie plays dude <laughs> i don't even get totally <laughs> no but no do you see it goes back right it cuts a line right back through this whole conversation where if that person there is not getting even close to the idea that I, if I'm the musician, I'm thinking I'm privileged to be making the goddamn oh, music, it's let the alone thing. Get- whether you should be fucking privileged to listen to me. I'm not talking about that. It's like it's you should be in uh, someone in the audience. When I'm in the audience, I am privileged to be around music. You know, it's, it's not a- about you or dude or blah. It's it's music. Music is fucking been. I like to believe music has been around for fucking ever, and I'd like to believe that it probably yeah. will be around for fucking ever. And my contribution time to that thing is this tiny fucking little millimeter in a cloud of a typhoon cloud of shit that's going on forever. Right. So it's like that's the shit it's not me 
That's why maybe that has something no, to do with the fear. No, because we as musicians are conduits. Of? It's we're, music. I'm it's just conduits. lucky to be doing this. We're just the delivery system, You don't dude. like it. Fuck off. Yeah. Whatever. Well, here's care. a weird question yeah. for you, brother, is that you don't really share much of your own stuff to the world. Phil's and the performance thing. Right I'm now. talking to Briggs. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm absolutely lazy. You're, you're, no, 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 no. I wouldn't call it lazy. I would call it selective in your playing because Fair you enough. only play for people who ask you to play with them. Okay. You don't ever, I've never, to the span of time that I've known you, not known you to book a show as Briggs or as Rudy Sims or sure. as, the, I, I didn't know the pros, but. Oh, I, the pros is a fun one. Did they play gigs? Yeah, or, we Okay, gigs. right on. Yeah, so it's been. And, and the Nate Hastings and the Pat Boutwell. Yeah. And, and you know, another drummer. Another? Uh, is that his name? No. Another drummer? Uh, well, well, sometimes a, it was... Sometimes another brother? On, on record, it was uh, it was Pat Boutwell. And yeah. Then, uh, oh, so you would have, he would play the drums and yeah, then not on the album. play on the then, live? Uh, yeah. Right on. But yeah, you've never really shared your vision of music to people. You usually... Play other people's and share. You mean live? Live, yeah, yeah. only live. Like I think you can make a distinction. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, do you know what I mean? A like distinction, though, yeah, too, but there's right? a distinction between sharing part of yourself or it being part of yourself. I mean, you know, maybe it's True. just the medium too, right? Like you know, if it, well, it, it could be like you know, like a movie versus a play, for instance. Yeah, yeah. some people, yeah. some people would write a novel, but wouldn't uh, stand up in front of the audience and and speak the novel to them. Like, right, yeah, that, like, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. People who have been paying attention noticed all of this little bits of... My favorite author ever of all time is Thomas Pynchon. And you can't really talk you about You actually him. said Pynchon earlier. You yeah. actually said something. He says it all the fucking time, man. Does he really, yeah. dude? I do. Does he like to be... But does he like to be pinched? Like, yeah. do you guys no. do physicality pinching? Or? The thing is, this we guy... Do that. This guy's medium is this one thing, which is the way... The way the novel is written, as much as the novel, as much as the story or the idea, yeah. it's everything is all based on that one thing. And I wouldn't expect pretty this person to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a movie and I'm going to star in it. You know, and I think it's just a different kind of um, I don't know. I, I'm not speaking for Briggs, but I can certainly yeah. I can certainly Briggs. I can make the distinction that, that you're calling out between, you know, getting up live and, and sort of speaking the truth and then making a recording of something that is a, an expression of something else, too. I mean, I can make that distinction. Sure. I mean, is, am, I, a, am, I, am I where you are, vibe, Phil? Or right? Yeah, but like almost like, like somebody has, has heard your music, enjoys it. Mm -hmm. Would you book a show? Would you play? Would you, if somebody asked you to play, like how would, because I know you. I don't you, know, maybe, I don't know. Because usually you're not available because you're playing with other people. So right. that's why it's like, I, I would never really know you to not have gigs or to not have people to play with because mm -hmm. people are always wanting to play with you. I guess so. Would you ever book a solo gig or play some of the music that you've recorded I'm not by yourself? proactive. Okay, right on. <laughs> so it really is the it We're really is the lazy so, thing, or but no? But it's it's funny. You describe yourself as lazy, yet. except you're constantly working. But I do know what you mean, like by being you're pro. You by the way, fuck you. You're totally proactive. But I do know what you mean. <laughs> what you mean is you're not look. Uh, if I can guess at it, yeah. it's like you're not going to make this this uh, this this sports season arc of I'm going to write a song that is then going to be recorded then is going to go to live sure. then we're going to yeah, do this yeah, thing and we're going to make the yeah. live video of it and that's going to go on YouTube sure. and then it's we're going not to, really you the know, point that's not me. how you do I, things I, I, no, I, no I, and I, I get like it and being a, being a fan like, of it's kind of like recordings. building a thing and then, and then you're done with it and okay, then whatever right you know? you're right like on. a robot builder I, I guess so yeah oh I can see that 
Ideally, I would have robots building my robots. Uh, there you yeah. go, then. See? So then you would just have robots programmed to play the music that you just were inspired to play? I mean, I, Okay, that's actually no, not the worst idea. Sorry, I'm not saying it's not the worst idea, but it kind of exists. Like you, sure. yeah. Aerosmith has that, that program. There's some app where you like type it's in called your, Rock Band. It's called Rock Band, <laughs> where you get to right. play and you get to explore and you write the song. No, I know? can see more. I'm guessing Briggs just finally discovers what an Arduino is and Goes, oh wow! Well, then no, all of a sudden, I know you do. But then, and then all of a sudden, there's I had like a friend named Stephen Arduino right? who helped yeah. me out during sixth grade camp when I got this scar on my leg. It really <laughs> how did, help, how did he help but, you out? Uh, he was just nice to me. I played hockey out. with him. He did not <laughs> suck the poison out. He there was no poison sucking at all. No, he, he was just was, nice to me. And we were playing nice hockey. What were you talking about? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, just say he sucked the poison out. It's a better story. Not going to say it. Nothing to do with you writing songs. Sure, uh, boy made. Arduino I sucks the poison <laughs> out. <laughs> Let's stay with the truth, okay? The truth is the point. He blew the poison <laughs> in. <laughs> Shouldn't have said anything at all, but I didn't really know what to say well, in the conversation Arduino. about the Arduino, Arduino. Which, what is it, please? It's a, it's a little circuit board. It's a programmable uh, home computer. Is it kind over of here? Thing. Like, is it flashing? No, no, no. But the cool thing, right no, the now? thing is, it's got all these ways that you can uh, go in and out of the different, you know, uh, aspects of the thing. So, like, you can you can plug a, uh, like electrical voltage into it, and you can basically it's, it's a actually really computer. awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, a black it's a box computer. that you can use to do. Whatever the fuck you want, okay. and then you can right program all the different you know, limited parts of it by your imagination. Do, yeah. so. oh, right Plus, they're really small, and you can get like fifteen of them, and so then they right. can all yeah, interact you know, with each other. Not necessarily instead. just for music. You can right. do, okay. you can use it to just control shit, and you write you know software for it. And it but does it's it's your easy. Shit. It's relatively easy to write. Plus, everybody yeah. has written so much software for it. You can just grab sections There's of software a lot of, like, and templates and stuff. Oh, cool. yeah, right, right. If you right Google Arduino, and you know, it's Steven's not going to come up in the. Picture no. of him and Newton Youth Hockey. No, nope. 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 uh, maybe maybe on like page seventeen or oh, so. Right on. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Front, the front, the front, the front page is going to be all stuff. about yeah. useful stuff. Yes, and so, programming. Sure. Code. So you're welcome, nerds. Thank you. Nerds. There you go. We did have our well, nerds. Nerd. You knew about an Arduino. No, no, no. no. Old no. news. I mean, no, I, you're welcome. We finally stopped trying to fake bro out, and we just talked like okay. what we're really yeah, thinking. Oh, right on. That was pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Well, I think that's also the hottest chick you ever banged. While you're <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, moving on. You lived in LA during the uh, head metal era, didn't you? I, I did, did you know anybody from Kiss? Uh, no, but I worked for CC Deville's parents, and he came in, and there was one night where uh, I met him at That's the FM. Sta- I met him. At, I met him at the FM station. He was pretty cool, uh, and he kissed the girl that I was with. Uh, hey, wait a minute! No, he just on. grabbed her and fucking no, laid one on her. No, the girl I was with was kind of pseudo dating him. Oh, but Jesus. okay, she brought you me know, as for a the friend night. for the right. night. No, <laughs> she worked at the store with me. She invited me to see the show. You it happened was, to be next to her. Well, at hold the on, time. it was like an all star jam. Uh, like Jason uh, McMaster from Dangerous Toys was there. Whoa, uh, who's the dude? KK Downing was there. Uh, Tim Scold from Shotgun Messiah was there. Two initials for their first name. Yes. Oh, KK Downing, dude. Oh, yeah, he was pretty awesome. Yeah. They uh, had AA Asshole, BB <laughs> Blaster, CC Deville, Deville. Uh, DD Ramon, DD Ramon, man, EE Cummings. EE Cummings. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> there you go. Wait, while you're on it. <laughs> it FF, a- fuck you guys. How about that? <laughs> 
Excellent. Excellent work. Oh, no. All-Star Jim, who was on drums? Um, It might have been Jason Bonham. Oh. I'm not sure. This might have been... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sounds I saw, like a rumor. I saw Reb Beach play drums for an all-star jam in Florida <laughs> wow. during my freshman year summer vacation. And I went down and saw my grandfather and a band called Company of Wolves played. That's a great band name. Company of Wolves is a great band name. But uh, Reb Beach was the drummer for Winger. I actually, you're saying so many of these. Or I'm sorry, no. <clears throat> Rod Morgenstern was the drummer for Winger, Winger. I think. You, yeah, you, you saying so many of these names that I haven't thought about in like twenty five years. Yeah. Then and then just like I don't know why I know Reb Beach, but I totally do. Yeah, maybe he was a bass player. Maybe I'm wrong there, but yeah. yeah then it, it was like Ozzy Osbourne was the host and of the All Star Jam. Of the All Star Jam radio station thing. It was, was a radio station thing? thing in Florida live performance oh, that I went oh, to go oh, see because I, I was I on vacation. It. Right. So I was like, "This show's right here. I want to go see it." And then I think later in the trip, I also took a date to go see X Y Z, which was another sleaze '80s wow. band. Uh, there was they were terrible That's and a great awesome. Description. Sleaze band. Sleaze band. Oh That's man, a like really good description of that type of band. Yeah, lots of guy liner. Well, not even guy liner. It was just eyeliner. Eyeliner, like, dude. Teased, it was like, before eyeliner and... became guy liner. Yeah, okay, let's be right. straight Basically with the eighties. Trying to dress up like Lita Ford. It was the eighties and early nineties. Right. To be truthful, before yeah. Nirvana came out, which was late ninety or ninety one. Yeah, that yeah, video yeah. hit the fucking oh, MTV. It, 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 it landed like an anvil and yeah. killed everything yeah. in its wake there yeah. was nothing that survived after it yeah. except for oh motley crew made an album and they took their makeup off that's cool girls yeah. girls girls yeah, yeah. great album they're now real musicians let's watch them play right you right. know it was it was well, less the, about the yeah it was the less metal, about the makeup and yeah. about the ballad than it yeah. was okay now we're gonna make dr feel good and then we're gonna make generation swine and we're but, kind of but, trying to be real musicians but fucking dr feel good was a great dr feel good and girls 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 into dr feel good they knew what they had to do for making girls 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 they knew they only needed four singles yes everything else was just album filler the producer was perfect yeah. oh yeah and they said you know what they it's funny they did actually in their own way what we were talking about what they yeah. did was they go what do we really want to do all day they want to yeah. girls, get girls, high girls, girls, and girls, they want to live in a and then they want to like tell the story if they were a young puerto rican well, kid well that's true <laughs> But, never but, really but, understood. Like, it's like I just I did honestly right. see Molly Crew last year before they played their last official show. So did I. What's you wrong know? with you? Of course we and, did. And 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 it was not legitimate. Him singing like that song and Rat Tail Jimmy is a second in hood. Yeah, I get right. it, Vince. But you're 72 years yeah. old, dude. And, and I he love can, you. And he had, and he had the and audience made thing, an amazing band. Yeah, yeah, and the, right. the yeah, the the right. mic point was a little chicken shit. I was like, you didn't right. get your ass together, and this is the what end of the a band. Little chicken shit. It was literally like, is the crowd fucked up? Exactly. All right. You know, I I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you handhold Mike for podcasting. That's pretty badass. You know, anybody who's thinking about doing this podcast, you get a little bit of sit back from the Briggs, but you get a lot of the the energy from you. I'm kind of awesome. Yeah. I'm, so yeah, I'm uh, highly prescribed. Uh, any musician who has a great one song, even if you have no songs, and this is the first song, this is the muse. This is the podcast to be on and the network to be a part of. Yeah, we're all figuring this out. To 
together. I'm not. I'm not trying to talk it down. Oh no, but no, 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 I no. Do think, but I, I do. I, I self deprecation is part that, of the geeks mantra. Yeah, it's, it's what we do, dude. We're not the cool people. We're not sitting at the cool kids table. Okay, it, I understand. Yeah, it, I don't dude. have to be self deprecating. What am I deprecating? <laughs> who you? Two bunch of geeks. To geeks listening to you, the seven people who tuned well, in. Well, you today, made music for a know? fucking video game. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Guess I'm gonna quit the football team now. Hey, cheerleaders. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no, no. But on the other, on the other hand, uh, seriously though, I think the fucking cool thing about this is everybody's got that perspective. But it's funny if you listen; like people are kind of all saying the same thing, right? But they're just coming from their own way. But dude, we were so we were geeks for so long. Yeah. So even if the girl notices us or doesn't notice us, yeah. there was always the moment that they would. Yes, you're That's what we're right. pining for. It's not about the actual girl. It's not about the end result. It's, it's not about the, the huge paycheck. It's yeah. the moment that somebody is like just before that. No, it's actually the moment just before yes. that moment because that moment's fucking magical. Yeah. It's the oh my god, <laughs> is this going to fucking happen? And yeah. then it happens yeah. and that the moment is so kick ass. But remember that moment just before the moment where you thought it almost couldn't happen and then it fucking did? That's the moment that every single movie tries to tell you, every single note of music you've ever played, anybody can hear that in the way that you express and you give to them every lyric I've ever printed out on some fucking kick-ass printer that makes my lyrics look better than they were in my head before I actually wrote them. Fuck you. You Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They look so much better. Makes them real. Makes them real. the first letter in each line. But no, here's what's more messed up is that like some of these are all all uh, lowercase. But then this one, all uppercase. Oh, man. You know, it matters. And it makes your song even more your song. We're making a little humor, but we're not. You're fucking right. And everybody has a song inside of them. They should not be... They should not have the fear. If you've gotten this far on the fucking Muse podcast and you understand that it's all about songwriting, write the fucking song. You Is it fucking all about songwriting, Phil? It, Maybe it's about getting over the goddamn fear. The fear of writing the song. So yeah. if you conquer the fear and you think you're fearless, write a fucking song. There's no fear there. Because then if you're afraid to write a song, you got the fear. Yeah, that is the maybe the most meta thing you said all day, yeah. and I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, it's not just do it. It's not just say no to drugs. No. It's not. That's not what it is. No, it's not. It's nope. the motivation in the first place. That's what the muse is all about, and sharing the 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 moment that I wrote a song, and you were like, "Hey, come be on my podcast." I'm and the fucking song is fucking great. Right on. Which I it took all of like I don't know seven beats for me to go oh yeah. fuck this shit <laughs> this is really good well when like i said I, playing, I did my homework man you, i yeah, i, I was did, like okay du- duncan likes 70s music so uh, i thought yeah. about am gold <laughs> i thought about am fucking gold AM like gold. The, those songs that make you be like fucking it's it's it doesn't matter who it is but you're there with it and yes. it sounds awesome yeah. and it's a guitar player and a couple of harmonies jack knows he does. jack totally jack hears it jack the you know and then it. i was like oh i gotta shake it up a little bit and do a little funk and because that's what i'm into right now with this band and uh, i enjoy that feeling that that moment where you're sitting in a lounge chair with a sure 57 in your hand 58 you know with a pair of headphones handheld mind the mind you i'm gonna bring that (laughs) up again well do do you do that because it's the podcast is more of a performance or it's it it, it gets you more in the talkative mode you may have over you may have missed 
You're mis- overthinking mi- it. I think. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> dude. You may have misover-romanticized it. Okay, well, hand ha- <laughs> dude, think about who holds a mic and who right. uses a stand. Like, it matters. Honestly, uh, you know? yeah, I, it took me a little while to get used to this sort of podcast format. I like being around a table because everybody's yeah. a little closer. But Briggs was really adamant about this situation. He's dead right. Well, because it He's also, you're right. not sitting at a table discussing something, taking notes on a piece of you're paper. Totally sure. right. You're totally like you're a head-to-head. Right? Yeah. Unless you're writing a song, which would be sure. a totally different, different podcast thing. for a different thing, different and, you know, animal. Potentially no, you're different, absolutely right. Um, you know, yeah. might not work for everyone either. You know? No, but I think what would be interesting is cutting out all the, the dead air and just speeding it up. So that like uh, you nope, get two happen. and a half hours of songwriting in eighteen seconds. Wow! And then you hear the song that they did, but you understand exactly the mental capabilities that needed to reach for th- three, five, seven, whoever, however many people yeah, yeah. would write a song together and agree. Oh, that you're I'm sorry, go from I misunderstood point a to point the B. begin part. You yeah, know, right. Not we eighteen seconds, right, maybe right, maybe right, a minute right. and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right, eighteen right, seconds. Right. I've worked sure. with the short form; it sucks. Right. You know, right. when you limit yourself to a certain amount of time, it yeah. sucks to have to finish by the end. I don't know. It's just you know? another challenge. I mean, we've been talking for almost three hours now. No, and that's, you're off by an hour there. An hour, so this is only it two starts hours. An hour one. It, it starts start an hour, hour zero. One. Yeah. Okay, well, you know. Anyway, none, nonetheless, no we've been talking for for a while. For a while, and uh, what? Why? Are you, why are you so tied to that time thing, brother? Uh, well, no, I can't answer the question because you have kids. That's right. I uh, forgot about yeah. that. Right. I forget. Oh, you dude, have it's all about right. the other two yeah, people I'll tell in you my what, life, man, which when, is the child and then the wife. I am you third have, on the list, have, and you understand you, that? You have one of the- I'm already I'm, three minutes late from telling her I've left, and I'm on my way home. Don't I, worry. Can I give you the- uh, Let yeah. me give you the- let me, Oh, hey, man. I, I No, no. I'm going to use a word in a, in a positive way, which it can be misunderstood because you're a grown man, but- you have the fucking cutest Instagram, Jesus! Oh, right on, that's <laughs> you, hot. Your Instagram, oh man, somebody has... who I just reminisced about the Columbia Jesus. books and fucking records and tapes yeah. just told me about something that's wholly hip and awesome, and is a fan of mine, and that's it's, awesome. Oh, I've been, I have been staring yeah, at your my daughter's pretty kick-ass. but you don't. It's not a, it's not a travel. Oh, it's my whole Instagram. It's okay, whole, it's, just it's not the just the beauty Instagram, of my daughter. Okay, it's the way They're you not. present your kids and your love for the kids is just so. Fucking obvious, and there's so many people that could just take a minute and fucking stop and just fucking take a look at this dude's Instagram and go, That's only a moment, it happens really fast. Both of my kids are out of the house, man. Yeah, not really. The second one's kind of you know half in and half out, but but yeah, I mean, it's that fast. Yeah, you keep people keep saying that to me, dude. Yeah, well, you're in that time where it and feels I'm like in it's that the time exact where opposite. every fucking minute that I'm <laughs> with her know can go for valuable, man. weeks no. before the next hour has changed or whatever, dude. I know, and I I appreciate the fact that you're past the point where I'm at. You yeah, know, yeah, it's just a different, and it's cool, and it's a different train track. I, you know. I, I think about that movie Click all the time. Yeah, you know, a remake of a remake, Adam Sandler, right. crappy movie, but the fact that he had a remote control right. that he could fast forward every moment. You know, when I'm in the moment, I'm trying to count it every fucking beat of every second, you know, because if it's yeah. awesome, you know my daughter, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're in an awesome moment where she's looking you in the eye and both of you are happy at the same time, it, Time stops, dude. You know, the the planet stops spinning. It's Superman all over again where she looks at me and she stops the planet. 
You know, it's crazy. Yes. And and that's the same thing about a song. In a way, that moment is what I've always tried to capture in song by being so meta is because you're trying to live in that moment and you're like, oh man, it's that, it's that, that crest of that wave just before you're a sur- if you're a surfer, you know, or it's just bef- if you're a wide reserve- receiver and you're just about to catch a ball or you hit, the ball hits the sweet spot on a baseball bat or whatever, you know, you fucking knock it out of the park. And even if you're not writing it and you're just delivering something else, that's fine too. You're sharing yeah. it and you're creating a musical moment with somebody yeah you didn't try to make that moment you just had to make sure that you were there when that moment was gonna happen and prepare other people for it yeah you know you're the preparation tool you're the delivery system like ketchup to mick to on a french fry you really just (laughs) you're just going for it and you're like okay i want some ketchup whatever the dipping sauce of your pleasure is you know some 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 people like buffalo some people like mustard on or mayonnaise on a french fry true you know if it's a crinkle cut i might go with a little mayonnaise instead of ketchup but know, the mayo ketchup really combo is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. You can't fight My off the wife poutine, is a mayo though, ketchup. Yeah. New Hampshire doesn't make poutine, though, right? dude. It's a different vibe. You have to be right. in Montreal to I, really I, enjoy poutine. I, I agree. Every other poutine Nothing is trying to be. Once, once you've been there. Okay, right out. Burlington is a fair game. Right. There's a board, it's a border town. Yeah. But those who, Ish, if you want right? to call it, to another country, it's yeah. closer yeah, than we are. So it's a border town. Yeah. Good point. Uh, if if you are in fact in the situation where you need to move along, would do you have one more song, or are we going to finish you up? Said or not? You had, uh, I you had what prepared oh, for three. You I was it? prepared for three, but it's also with your guys' participation, and I didn't cut up the bits that I wanted oh, to cut up. That's okay. What do you want so, us to do? Uh, I want Briggs. This to, is way outside to of do the, the first the part, and then I want uh, Duncan to do the second part, and what? then I was going to make up kind of myself doing the third part. You can pass it. But uh, what do you uh, mean do? <laughs> yeah, I want you to read it first. Kind of it's a, a singing thing. thing. It's you kind of a fill thing where just I just kind of cold call. It. Can you rip off your part and then hand it to him and then he'll oh, rip yeah, off his part? Sure, sure. Okay, because that was three, my right? idea. You, it's me, uh, you're doing me, him, Duncan, he's you. doing yeah. you, and I'm doing myself. Okay, wait, because I figured that's the most like, meta just, moment that we can have. Yeah, let's is because you asked me to be here because I'm me, and you and I have a relationship that's. Uh, budding that hasn't really developed. We know each other, and we're right. getting there. So right. I think Wait, this: who does who? you do him, and I do me, and he does you. In what order? Uh, at the same time, I had this envision that we were uh, that it was just going, and it happened. Wait, so who does you? I do me. You do you. Oh, yes, okay. the meta. So right. This, That's the meta part. Where I do me because... Are you going to point, say, do this, film, or are we man. just literally going to figure this out as we <laughs> I, go? I, originally, I had thought that it would open with Briggs, Briggs. doing you, and Dude. then you joining at the same time doing him, and me rapping over the fact that I'm here with you guys okay. doing each other. Great. Yes, let's do it. But I didn't realize Jack would be sleeping, so I kind of want to like punch the dog every time there's Don't a beat. Punch him. I won't punch the dog, but I want him to be in the moment, and he's sleeping, so it's okay. Uh, I appreciate Jack for you sleeping mean, during yeah. this point yeah. in the in the podcast. That's kind of yeah. cool. He's kind of that that anchored to reality you know yeah it was i envisioned almost get the funk out of my face by the brothers johnson uh that kind of 70s funk i i've been listening to betty davis the columbia years oh yeah yeah great disc and you really get a sense of miles producing a disc for this awesome sexy young thang in the 60s or late 60s early 70s and uh that was what i was going for for this so it was like a (laughs) boom 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 
And you're gonna are you gonna beatbox it, play guitar with that? I, I, gonna work I didn't out, really. Yeah, we'll I was like this, like I, I honestly I thought is this being the uh, the outro? Like you fade out, and this is this. So uh, we thank everybody for listening to the podcast, and uh, you know we 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 do the outro, and then you sing about Duncan, and Duncan sings about you, and then I sing this. <laughs> Red Wing Superior Bullet <laughs> Joe Tate Sauce Malone D what? <laughs> Do it again D what? D what? D what? Pass the mic <laughs> Wow you said pass the mic That's pretty cool <laughs> And he's supposed to take it On the left hand <laughs> side guy go <laughs> I think that's the part Where you're supposed to come in dude Spriggle the Piggle, Mr. John Briggs. Spriggle the Piggle, Mr. John Briggs. D what? Spriggle the Piggle, Mr. John Briggs. D what? alert. Rudy Soon. D Do you what?